just looking for now, Frankenstein? I know I'd go from rags to riches. Why, a four-year-old child could understand this report. Run out and find me a four-year-old child. I can't make a head or tail out of it. Baravelli, you've got the brain of a four-year-old boy, and I bet he was glad to get rid of it. My fate is up to you. Now, now, I'm getting my pants about you. It is Wednesday, my dudes. This is how I win. This is no democracy. It is a dictatorship. Everything that guy just says bullshit. Thank you. Hello, welcome to the funeral. Wireless. No, uh, thank you all for being here, or who will show up tonight. There's no planned episode. There's none. We were going to do uh, Hidden Gems. I got sick. I always felt kind of weird also to go out on Hidden Gems, because it was like, no one has seen these movies. So I don't know what the discussion fully will be. Um, so if you would like to be, if you were on that show and you want to pitch stuff, I do round table, pitch me a hidden gym on there and then we can talk about it then. Uh, but I figured let's close it out the way like me and Kirk have done for a while. Kirk kind of joined like, I guess after my like first or second season of the show or what, I don't know how the case may be, but I just figured out like, I let basically anybody host if they had a topic. And then I decided, eh, let's pull the reins back and let Kirk be the other one because me and him share a lot of the same energy. Um, it's been a fun ride. I hit 200. This is episode 196 to 200. So I hit all of them in this episode. We're going to be here for like eight hours. We'll be here for a little bit. <laughs> part one. However long the show goes and me and Kirk are having fun, we'll keep it going. And if we, Coho will be here at one point, we will roast him publicly. Uh, there's a Scorsese list out there. That uh, I'm gonna have Kirk's like input put on. I think that'll be fun. Um, Kirk will also be ranking 30 people in this community on how willing he would be to take their criticism on a movie. So if they approached him and said, "Hey, Kirk, I got a movie for you. What is his like viewpoint on that?" and and if he feels inclined not to insult people, I'll insult him for him because I've always been the meaner of the two. Um, but yeah, it's been a long time, um, you know, four years of doing this show. Um, I want to be transparent and tell everybody up to the top. The show's not dead, like officially dead. Um, I believe this show can still exist as like sporadic episodes from time to time. Um, the reason why I've cut all my stuff short is I'm currently in the process of buying a house and moving. So adult things are coming up. And as I described it to Kirk, as much as I would love to talk about movies, when my wife is packing boxes and me talking about why, you know, Al Pacino's not very good in this movie seems like a box could be flown in my head. So 
I'm going to just be the safe man and say, hmm, we're going to be gone. Um, so, yeah, uh, <laughs> that's what happened with that. Uh, but I feel like sporadic episodes will be back. So, like, I believe, uh, like, best watches of 2023, like your first time watches could be an episode when we bring it back like that. Uh, best of 2023 will be here. Um, who knows? We might not do 2024 because with the writer strike um, and everything, that seems like it's a fun thing. Um, we will not be discussing that tonight. I promise you that. Um, but yeah, Kirk, I mean, you took over a little bit uh, with hosting. I think like your first most iconic moment. I don't know, but I think it's the Jacoby paper throw. I think that has to be. The yeah. Moment solidified it for me to be my backup host so like yeah i mean and again if kirk has a, like a topic that pops up and he wants to discuss it like kirk has my blessing to like take the keys to this car anytime he'd like um and drive it like i have no problem with that uh but i will not just lend the car to <laughs> let's be real like You'll find out later when we rank these people in the community. Like <laughs> buying a house in this economy. Listen, if I don't buy one now, I'm never going to buy one because it's only going to get worse from here. Okay, that's what that's every. I talked to like six financial advisors. They all told me the exact same thing. Like buy now or don't buy at all. Like you'll be waiting because yeah. So that's, that's just good advice deal. to go through life on. I found it's a great really going deal, to get worse. Great deal, huge house. I get my own room where I can literally soundproof it and be away from everybody while I do movie stuff. So that's the dream that was worth the price at all. So no one will ever walk in and tell me they have to go to the bathroom. So, um, yeah, but, uh, your take on doing the show for as long as you have, and just any of your fun memories, you know, no, um, I've, I've really, well, first of all, I want to say thank you for playing my intro. I was thinking today how I was never going to get to see that again, and I was kind of sad, so I'm glad we played that. Thank you for doing that. Um, but, no, I've had a great time. I appreciate you bringing me in on this. Um, yeah, I think it was, you know, you and I just kind of, um, you know, during you know, around that time I came on, you and I were kind of just getting to know each other and filling each other out beyond just, like, you know, mutual players. And, um like you said, we were figuring, you know, kind of find out, like, hey, like, we kind of had a lot of common and kind of the same ideas. So, um, no, I think it's been fun. It combines, like, a lot of my favorite things, talking about movies and just getting angry at people um, for <laughs> irrational reasons. Um, so, no, that that was a great time, great outlet for me, um, especially over, you know, the pandemic. I think this has brought a yeah. lot of, uh, you know, connections to a lot of people. Um, so I think, I, and that's, that, that was, I think, I think that's probably about when I started, it was right early 2020. So, um, or spring of 2020 when all that started to happen. So, um, no, I've loved it. I'm sad to see it going. Yeah. I mean, I have ideas. We've talked about ideas. Um, we're not, I, it's kind of like when, you know, Star Trek The Next Generation, the TV show goes off the air and they start making movies. Um, and this, you know, it's, instead of being with us every week, you'll see us, you know, maybe a couple times a year or whatever. So that's, um, I think that's, that, that'll be fun. And I think those will be good because we would put more instead of like, oh, what are we doing this week? We'll have something like, oh, here's something we've been building up to and want to do for a while. And, you know, we'll have a lot more energy for it. It'd be a lot more fun, a lot more creativity. So I think only good things from here. Yeah. And like, I said this on a pre episode, like I wanted, like, not, I don't know how to put that, like, Kirk and me have talked and other people. So I did that like sight and sound list and I have the thing and 
that's going to be a project I'm going to launch like post once I get into my uh, house. And again, once my house, who knows what, like if I'm bored and stuff happens, who knows what could happen. But in this place of life, it's just dwindled to a point where I'm just not, um, um, I just don't want to do it every Wednesday at this point. Like I, it's nothing against anybody in this community. It's just like, I get the same run of the mill cast of characters, which is great. But overall I've, I mean, I've heard Kirk and me and Kirk have been pretty close. Talk about how much he likes Ladybird for a very long time at this point. Um, I've heard Coho talk about La La Land. I've heard like, the buzzwords are always there. So I felt like, and I've tried to like inject life into it, inject things into it in different ways. And it worked for the most part. It just didn't work all the way that I would like at times. Um, but I want to do the sight and sound list um, basically as like a pre recorded, like edited together thing to re- release it. Um, I think it's going to be great. I've, I've, I know the list, the list is, uh, hilarious to me because there's some like obvious ones but there are also some like what are we doing here which is this community to a t i think what we built in this community is very special i think there are some pros and some cons in every community but like this community agree to disagree on a lot of movies that's how just vast movie differences is for most people and this show and i think what saved the show and which is gonna sound awkward and i could get canceled for it um that the pandemic like skyrocketed the show because no one was doing anything like it just had time to like come up with topics and people were available. But now that the world is opening back up to an extent for most people, um, now the writer strikes going on, who knows, we might be back for another, like no, no new contents coming out. But um, we were able to find a niche, a niche and like work through it and go through different stuff. So, and my favorite thing in this community, I was entered into a trivia community. My favorite thing by far, was ranking and talking movies i don't like i don't care about the director or like the actor or the actor like that stuff's cool and all overall i like talking about things so um could be both of us um but i'm gonna switch my wi-fi and hopefully we're in a little bit over state um i figure why are you choppy or am i choppy I don't. I don't see either of us chop right now, so it's probably me. Okay. Yeah. You keep freezing and stopping. It's not a big deal. Um. Uh. But we're gonna start. Um. I figure a pl- great place to start the show, just to go through and talk about somebody. Um. He's kind of a living legend on this show. Um. And it's not Coho because Coho will be here to defend his own self. I I feel wrong because I will talk nicely about Coho when he gets here because he's a vital part of the show. Um. Not the last six months, but he's been a vital part all the way leading up to this. Uh, but kind of a living legend. We're going to start with – we're going to pull up some letterboxes because we're just going to have some fun with that because I feel like this is hilarious to me. Um, first one, I mean, the man, the myth, the tired legend himself. I mean, Jack Penchuk is here. So, listen, not a bad thing. I went through list. I was going to try to find something. He doesn't have any, like, hot takes on list because I don't find that hilarious. But, like – um. I just, my favorite part of this entire thing is he has 12. He has 12 things of lists, which I'm curious of what, like, his, like, going back in time. 
Oh wow. Okay. Most Jack Pinchuk's most anticipated of 2020 was the King's Man. Man, that didn't Fast Nine. That didn't age well. Age uh, Wonder Woman 84. That ruined Christmas. Tenet, not actually too surprising for Jack, but like that's still like that's 2020. Let's see what his next list is. I hope he shows up at some point because I will send you a link, Jack, if you are here just to shit on you. Um, Toy Story ranked. Great thing for a list. Um, <laughs> Francis, he stopped at three. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean. <laughs> He's Godfather, Outsider. He's got the important ones on there. Well, doesn't get a. He doesn't have Apocalypse now. <laughs> he doesn't have. Uh, Wait, what was the third uh, one? I thought that was Apocalypse now. No, the Outsider. Oh, did we lose Cody? Am I still on? I guess I'm still on. You hit right. the back button. That's a real. I, that, this is why I don't in, in charge of anything. <laughs> I thought I hit something. I'm like crap. No, I'm still on. Very lush, you know, we just wait. Right yeah, that's it. Ten minutes. Um, wait, Apoc or uh, the Outsiders is number three. That's it. Yes, that's all he had. <laughs> Has he seen the other ones? Right. That is. That is uh, I don't know. No, apparently I don't. I mean, I haven't seen the Outsiders, so that's showing my percentage. But like, you know, I call that a good start. <laughs> Sci-fi movies ranked. All of them? Uh, just 40. <laughs> just 40. <laughs> Stop it. Um, and they're all like fans of like, yeah. where we're at. Oh, Star Trek and Avengers. So episode two is his least favorite sci-fi movie of all time. Back Let's to say, Future okay. 3. Is that, which Back to the Future is that there? 34? Is that Back to the Future? Uh, that's number three. Okay. Number one is 26. Okay, what's above Back to the Future? Let's take a look at that. The Martian. Okay. Return of the Jedi. Hold on. I will do something for everybody since I have this. Okay. Normal posters here. Um, okay. Yeah. Just to help everybody. Uh, Return of the Jedi. E.T. Star Wars. The first one. Uh, episode 3. The Revenge of the Sith. Uh, Wrath of Khan. Into Darkness. Wow. I don't know if I've ever gotten your take on Into Darkness. It's not... Highly regarded in news. I don't. I don't hate it as much as everybody else does, but uh, it's it's not better than Back to the Future, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, and also, like, I, not to. I, where does he have Empire? Is Empire up here? He had it up higher, I think. It didn't. Yeah, I thought I saw Vader's helmet somewhere. Oh, Vader, right here. Okay. Rise of the Planet Apes better than Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> wow. Only by one though. Rogue One. Is that his highest rated? Yeah, that's, Star, that's his highest rated Star Wars. How about that? No way. He's one of those guys. Got Jackson Moron. Oh, he has Back to the Future 2 at 15. Wow. Yeah, that's, bad. that's That's okay. Jack. Um, Pirates of the Caribbean. Don't think we're doing anything. Sports movies ranked 15 of them. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. We have Space Jam at 14. Happy Gilmore 2. <laughs> Imagine ranking 15 movies and Space Jam not being one of the last of them. Oh, gosh. Um, oh, man. Then the, Just to let everybody know, here's more content. Uh, uh, 
What's this big What is this big look? What do you mean? My custom posters? Deal with it. Um, no, what I think was the oh, I just saw you and McGregor rank ten. Uh no, he's one he's been directed for. I just think it's funny because this is the man that has Portrait of a Lady on Fire as his number one. And in sports, it doesn't get only one movie is better than Happy Gilmore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, wow. Director Michael Lee's when he's got Undergiven Million of Man, Mr. Grover in 1517 to Paris. At least it's last. <laughs> Oh, wow. Yeah, this is going to be quality content. Okay. Movies under three hours that felt longer. That's specific. Okay. Annie Hall, really? It's a random list. The artist is Cold War Dinosaur. She's the man. They just hated it. Felt longer than Return of the King. Three Caballeros. Oh, this man is. This man should. That is a very random list. Well, there we are. Um, Oh, I think these were created like the time that Blockbuster was making, playing that game where uh, um, you had to like guess what movies were on the list by a little stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How many and which ones? Yeah. yeah. So, like, you had to pick what what these could have meant and stuff. I think maybe, but I just I want to know if he ever went back and did any of these, or are they still in his letterbox? Because, like, Wes Anderson, I got three of you for you. But, like, does he? Does Jack Pinchuk? He he's a Patreon, so he pays fifty bucks a year for letterbox, or I don't know how much it is in Canada, but he pays that much. Does he know that there's a private tab? I like you not. can watch all Wes Anderson, then rank it, then publish it. Yeah, but like he said, I'm not Good hiding progress. anything from anybody. Because like Wes Anderson and Spike Lee have the same amount of movies watched and ranked. I love that they're ranked too. Like yeah. it's not just like order. Spike Lee and Smart Weeby have the same number of movies. <laughs> Peter Jackson and it's only the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit. <laughs> Why don't you just... Isn't that Middle Earth rank? Yeah. Um, Morgan Freeman performance is 10. It's uh, 10, but he's in a thousand movies, so... Oh, wow. And wait, we're going to get to Coho, so everybody thinks Jack Pinchuk's a lot. This is going to be nothing. Um, just watch the other... The rest of them. What's he missing? Which one is he missing? He's missing... Kill Bill 2. Yeah, he's missing Kill Bill 2, unless he counts that as one. He oh, yeah, he says right the answer's up top, yeah, so. Oh, counts as one. Okay, that's fair. But, wow, Reservoir is number one. That's not a very Kingsman thing. No, it's not. It's not at all. That's interesting. Um, he only watched 15 movies in quarantine? Wow. <laughs> Better man than God. me. These are the movies I saw in quarantine. They're mostly Spider-Man. Oh, hey. Anyway, okay, that's that's good. He watched that. Clone Wars. He made sure he watched Clone Wars. Wait, when did... T- that was like... I, mean, I, I think that was the Was Canada still in lockdown? Probably. That was like late 2021, right? Yeah. 
about $70 in Canada. So it's $20 and you don't know how to work private. That's interesting. Um, and if anybody wants to, yeah, I just let you know, this is probably the meanest the show's ever been because I'm on Jack's personal letterbox. Uh, he puts this out there and, and any match, his tagline is his letterbox. So he wants you to do this. I'm just letting you know. So. I'm not being mean. I'm being helpful. Movies, movies I've called, called my favorite. favorite. There we go. Let's look at this. Oh, oh. Lava Girl. <laughs> they should have dates on them. I want to know when. Okay, I was just making sure because I was seeing five stars and I know for damn well I didn't put five stars on this thing. Monsters, Inc. Yeah, when was this? A year ago. Yeah, are these in order? I I guess just in the order that he used to say they're his favorite. That's he what I mean. Like Thor to Real Steel to, oh, but you need to add Portrait of a Lady on Fire. It's your yeah, where's now. Portrait at? By the way, that's my favorite eight out of nine I've ever seen, which is the only one I hadn't seen since Letterboxd is Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Like, wow. Doing strong. Um, Adam Driver ranked. I have six for you. Um, not even the other Star Wars. Wow. That's it. Just Force Awakens. Whew. And we're only on seven. Let's go seven. Oh, don't worry. I'm going to find some reviews in here when he does the point stuff. Those are my favorite ones of all time. Oh, okay. This is his first ever one. I'm weird. Deal with it. No, thank you. Um, was he on a top 100? Uh, no, not, not 100 movies, no. Okay, thank God for us, you know. Bad times. That's good. Not that I'm just weird. trying to see it. Shane, that's a weird one. Um, Dune already, 75. Four rat. Nice. Cinderella. So overall, the portrait of Lady on Fire has now jumped. It is yes. now here, I think. I believe so. Wow, wow, wow. Um, oh, no. He has all the performance. No, we're not going to relive that nightmare. Yeah. Um, Bond songs ranked. Ooh, Kirk, this will be something interesting. The No Time to Die is number one. That's, That's a pretty good song. I'll give him that. Skyfall is better. Let's be real. Like, let's be real. The Living, he's a big Duran Duran fan. Living Daylights. By the way, Bar, I know he was on 100 performances. I was there and present for all of them. Um, he wasn't. <laughs> Crap. Come on, Cody. Put in that button. Uh, yeah, there he is. You share screen and you hit back button and you think you're on yeah. the robot. You're not. Um, but bring, bring up that last page again. I want to see something, something I wanted to point out there. The last page of reviews. Let's come What did you want to point out? The lab, go just go back to this page of reviews, not th not this. JJ uh, Abrams has more movies ranked than Spike Lee. I mean, think about that. Star Trek, Mission Impossible Three, Force Awakens. Sure. sure. So they fit. Oh, wow. 1943 movies ranked. He has eight. 
Not bad for 43. Ooh. That's a long time ago. Let's see. Okay, here we go. Ugh, Deadpool. Get out of here with that crap. <laughs> I just love that Once Upon a Deadpool, which I haven't seen, but I, I, Grant, I hear it's just this. Um, it's still better <laughs> than the bottom ones, which is why included at that point. Um, X2. Yeah, not a fan. Not as bad as I thought, though. Uh, they knew and they let it happen. Is twenty fifteen, but Spotlight is four. That, that that's weird. Why name it after the fourth movie in the list? Like, I guess the best quote. What he just didn't want to do bullets and like gunshots and Zakaria. I guess not. He's seen Paul Bar Mall Cop too. The guy's a cinephile. I don't know what to say. <laughs> Seven Seven Sun. Wow. When did the, what is this movie? Is this a real movie? Yeah, it's some YA thing. I don't. I never saw it. It just uh, what's his name doing his old man voice? Is that Jeff, Jeff Bridges? Bridges? You're the seventh son of our seventh son. That's what I remember from the trailer. That was that was it. Wow. Uh, two, two, three. <laughs> Brian, you're always here for us. Um, eight, thirteen. Oh, of course. Why wouldn't you not have the witch like super high? That screams a Jack Finchuk. Don't for don't regret. Remember, uh, I regret watching that movie. Um, okay, so these are getting normal. I want to see like some outlandish ones. Um, if anybody's in the chat and has somebody's letterbox, you need to go to. By the way, yeah, if he you ranks really let us know. Yeah, after we were, uh, oh, he has he has Middle Earth ranked and Peter Jackson ranked, <laughs> and there's more movies in the Middle Earth ranked. Well, than- Hold on. When he watches Lovely Bones and King Kong, he can add it to sure. the list, but he sure. can't add it to that. You're not wrong. Which funny because wasn't even released in 2015. Well, no. Jack likes to play trivia, but doesn't know a lot. That's fine. Um, oh, we have a volume two. Okay, in volume two, it's leapfrogged. Okay. Holy crap. That was very different. Fellowship was here, right? Uh no, I think it was always it was um Return of the King. Was no, no, no. Return of the King's here, but Fellowship and like there was other ones, right? I think so. I don't remember. It dropped a tr- no, I got a I got a double screen. Hold on. Um I got a Got to find out this information for myself. Like, I'm okay with things switching. It doesn't always have to stay the same, right? But, um, Jack Penchuk. Sorry, guys. This is great podcasting. I'm trying to murder a Canadian. Um, I'm getting there. Spike Lee. Ooh, seven, maybe? Oh, no.
Oh, okay. Of all time. His first one was Return of the King, Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Oh, no. Wait. Are we... What are we on? He's got Saving Private Ryan at three and Inglorious Bastards at four. Casablanca's now moved. Your name is up there. This is wild. Why not just... Uh, oh, Fellowship was 23. It's now okay. 24 because it got moved down. Okay, that's not terrible. Like, what is your take on... Uh, I never got this. What is your take on um, multiple volumes of a top 100? Um, I'm, I'm, I think it's, it's, it's worth doing. I mean, I, I've actually been working on getting my, I haven't done one since, uh, we did on YLS, which was 2020, I think. Um, and yeah, it's always worth, especially for people like us who are constantly watching new movies, watching hundreds of new movies a year. Um, I definitely think it's worth to updating it and doing, doing new additions because it's going to change. I know if I did, when I do my new one, it's going to be, look very different. Cause I mean, there's probably... 20 movies, 25 movies that might crack the top 10 that I hadn't even watched when I made the last one, so... Yeah, um, that's true. Yeah. I think it was, like, more conservative when I watched when I made the first one. Like, oh, this can't be there, but then the more I look at it... Um, yeah. Uh, Brother Bear deserves to be top 10, and I'm not even Canadian Kaiser. Who? Who? I love Kaiser. Um, Kaiser. Um... Did not need to be that hot of a take. Um, um, Hanks' performance, I've seen 11. Huge. Whoa. It's only seen nine? That's surprising. And one of them is Pan. Wait a minute. His favorite actor is yeah. Hugh Jackman, and it's he's only seen nine of his films? Yeah, I don't... That's 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 the most shocking thing I've seen tonight so far. That is surprising. Yeah, I, he missed. Yeah, of course, twenty five movies can't crack his top ten, but he said could be in consideration for his top ten. <sighs> Go lay down, pacing. Um, okay. Um, Leonardo ten movies. God, somebody delete this. Like, get into his account and delete it for him. He's a... Re it hasn't even updated. I guess that's four. Yeah, there's only four. I always think there's so many more of those. Do things. you think there should be a minimum number of movies it, on a list to be ranked? Yes. Yeah, because so, like I've thought about it like for example, Toy Story is four, right? I don't need to yeah. rank Toy Story within that. Rank Pixar as a whole, sure. and then Toy Story will play out where it plays out. Yeah. Same thing with like Avenger movies. I just think it's weird when you do like I I wouldn't rank something personally if it's under ten. Yeah. Like, I mean, I guess you can if they've only done like nine movies and you want to do yeah. their nine and rank them fine. I'd say like five or six at least, bare minimum. Yeah, I just find it weird when they like Nazario is big on like ranking whatever. Yeah, he um, ranks everything. Yeah, so it's just like I just don't know how I feel about that. Um, I lived that one; don't need to relive it. I want to know how many he has here that he hasn't watched. 
like that would be interesting to me. Like how many he actually owns? Because a person that's very guilty of that is Tim. Tim buys a lot of movies and just hasn't seen them yet, but like he will watch them at some point. Yeah. Oh, Scream. This is your favorite. What did your take on this? Let's see. Scream 1 and then everything else, basically. Um, Scream 2022 is 2. Yeah. And the last, that's that's crazy. I would go, I mean, honestly. Yeah, what is your ranking? I've never seen 3. I haven't, seen, I haven't seen two, I haven't seen two since it came out, so that could He's be good. terrible. And I just might be missing. I mean, what about I, that I, sequel I, scene when they're talking about say, sequels? Oh, yeah, tell me about it. Um, it's like tears in the wind. Um, uh, but honestly, it's possible there's only one good screen movie, and it's the first screen. Two might be okay, <laughs> and I, I can't judge three, but four, five, and six. Yikes, they're out of ideas. <laughs> I love them, but that's just me. Um, oh, he's volume two. How often does he do this? Didn't he already have volume two? I think it might be volume. Oh, that's oh, oh movie moment. Oh, why is it volume two? He did he did, he did movie moments twice. Oh, we gotta go through here. He knows. The final shot. <laughs> we celebrated on two different reasons. Um, uh, didn't he? Isn't the scenes? Uh, I mean, yeah, because he has. That like, wasn't his scene. No, it, well, maybe this is why volume two, because yeah, Riders of Rohim, I think, was his number one. Because I remember saying, really? Gosh, I just—it's so funny. I need Coho here so I can rip him apart. Um, because he's next. Um, ah, Jack Pinchuk. Okay, sorry. Some moments we were wrong. Here's volume two. Oh, so portrait's still number two. So on volume two is still number two, but it was like cracking at the. Oh, there's Fellowship at six. Okay, so Fellowship. So, oh, I'm still on movie moments on this one, too. Okay. Let me find out. God. Delete some lists, man. Like, please, if I can give you any piece of advice, delete the list that don't make sense anymore for you. Because you have Middle Earth ranked twice. Movies of all time. Okay, so his original movies of all time. Fellowship was three. Logan was two. Portrait of a Lady on Fire was four. Oh. Prestige was... Portrait coming to wreck shop. Prestige was... Five. Two Towers was six. Dark Knight, seven. Uh, Shawshank, eight. Endgame, nine. Prisoners, ten. And he has now Lost Weekend there. Prisoners has dropped to 15. Wow. Okay. Lost All right, Jack, you do you, buddy. Wilder is crazy. What'd you say? Lost Weekend is your number one Wilder is crazy. That's just wild. That's a crazy take. Like, I like the movie a lot. Like, it, yeah. but I, the apartment exists. 
like apartment sunset boulevard so i'm like it hot true yeah that's crazy <laughs> see this shouldn't be ranked yeah you don't need to rank three because who cares like who cares if you have like how yeah. how ridiculous is it if you have played maze runner 2 as your number one yeah it doesn't I mean, have a whole long hill to climb yeah like you really can't get upset whenever you have number three because it's only two spots away from number one. So, you know, I was this week years old when I found out Will Poulter was British. I had no idea he was British. Who? Will Poulter. He's British. Yeah. Well, he's I was American to, pretty well. Uh, 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 he was on. Uh, he was on a podcast, and it was a British podcast. He's ta- he starts talking. Like, he's like, ladies and gentlemen, Will Poulter. And he starts talking like real. Like he has like a real like. Almost fake sounding British accent. And if one of those, someone, you know, if if anybody has like those moments, and somebody can find like the time codes for them, I will gladly pull them up. I just don't have like the frame of reference of where some of these clips are at. So if you put them, I will share them because I'm curious on some of those things. But yes, I remember as far as best wireless moment ever. Nothing will ever top the reaction. To number one hundred, the Amazing Spider-Man two, yeah, I will say, y'all should rewatch the best episode right now, top one hundred, volume four. Oh, top volume four was that was your one. That was when we pulled the plug. Was that Rue? Yeah, Rue, uh, Zach, Scott, and. Jake. No, Jake was on with me. He was on my episode. Crookshake. Right? Yeah, Crookshake. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's between me and explaining how seriously Canadians take junior hockey championships. Underrated moment while I Cody's epic rant on Chad the Child uh, and how his hopes. Yeah, I still, I rewatched Wizard of Oz for the first time. Nothing still, Chad still pisses me off. Um, <laughs> I wanted to be mayor of Munchkin City so bad, and they had to give it to a child. So stupid. Um, uh, yeah, Scott's right. It was Spence was on that one. Zach was on the one previous. Oh yes, Zach was with me. Yeah, Zach, Brian, me, Ethan. Ethan. Yeah. Oh, what a great panel! Yeah, that was a good one. Worst fandom films is low key my favorite episode. Oh yeah, I I I believe that was hosted by Tim and Nick, or Nick was on it. I believe I wasn't. I don't think I no I wasn't there. No. Yeah, but uh, yeah, there are some great moments. Um, I remember that moment, the top one hundred there. Um, I still regret pre-recording the one we did. I hate I hated doing that one. I wish we would have done it live because it was Nazario, Mike, yeah, um, Cam. It would have been so good live um, with a chat interaction. Um, yeah, that was a good panel. Uh, the mummy pick was great, even though you knew what it did. Shout out to Top Sensation and truly the most. Oh, arguably my least favorite episode I've ever done. It was like no one was passionate about the topic of space movies, and we just sat there. And I just, I was counting the minutes until I was over. That's 
mean. No one against the panel. We just no one seemed to be wanting to be there. One of my favorites is from a personal standout is Hey Cody, what's thirty? Oh, uh, I don't remember. I don't remember the that one, but Tim hosted Jack Cam. Next goal. Yeah, that's a that's an all time. My least no, my least favorite episode of all time. I will say it now. Um, and it's nothing against anybody on the panel, but we did top one hundred. Um, top one hundred performance fifty to forty one time code thirty one. You're welcome. Okay. Uh. I will find that. Um, but uh, least favorite yeah. one, what did you say? I was going to say, if anybody has a moment they want to pull up and they don't know exactly where it's at, tell uh, Payson and he'll probably be able to find it for you. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, so my favorite one that we ever – my least favorite one I ever did was um, we did Schmodown matches. Um we ranked all the Shrona matches, and I, uh, God loving, it was at the height. So, like, Jake, Michael, Scully, and I don't know who. And all the panel did, I think it's a three hour episode. I don't know for sure, but I would have to go back. I think it was one of the three hours. And they each described the match in its entirety three different times. <laughs> like, it wasn't like a moment, but it would be like, Jake got done, he explained it, and when he was done, the Scully took the reins, and he explained it, and I was just sitting there on the end. And by the end of it, I was like, I wanted to kill him. I was like, what are we doing? <laughs> I've heard the JTE one seven times, six different ways, and I am over it. Uh, okay, top 100 performances, 50 uh, I guess since I watched them, I can't say anything that's bad. Um, what time code is that, Kirk? Uh, 105.45. Or no, hold on. Um, uh, Payson's was 31.45. I'm going to hear it first, though. Oh, I don't, it won't. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll share it, but it's, <laughs> it's a wild one. You won't get con. I guess you will, because I'll have the chat next to me. So you'll be able to see it there. Um, but... <laughs> Because uh, I'm, I think I'm off screen. Donate your brain to science when you. <laughs> Yikes! Donate your brain to and science. And my forty-eight. Fuck you, Coho. She can act. It's Hillary Swank in Million Dollar Baby. Uh. Talk about the perfect underdog story. Uh, Hillary Swank gives. I, I have seen the boys chat. don't cry, but right, she's got some tough competition uh, to 
beat this performance of hers because she is so good in this film. Uh, the scenes between her and Clint Eastwood's uh, Frankie are just so perfect. Uh, and hold on, Mar, what the fuck? <laughs> I deleted it. I I hit the send too early. <laughs> oh my god, I may come. It's still there. <laughs> what? I have to ask you, I have to ask you. So did you come too quick? <laughs> I'm in pain right now. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. When you what? add those two words at the end, they make a performance. <laughs> it's just so ironic that he was like, oh, I said that too early. <laughs> Listen. Oh, oh. You may think I have a good list so far, but trust me, there. Oh, I literally, I remember because I was canned off and I just saw that come off. I'm like, what do you I, mean? Yeah, I was watching that live and I'm like, oh, I will find Never. another time for what volume two. Um. That's volume three, volume two. That's why we need Coho here. Right. You need to be doing this. Uh, what, what What? was it? Volume two, what? Volume two, 40 to 31. Okay. And then 105, 45. Uh, what was it? 130? 105, 45. Oh, 105. I don't remember the mystery thriller episode Scott's talking about. I'll go back and look at that. Uh, okay. Sorry. This is a great podcast, everybody. Uh, I'm sure I'm irresponsible. I like movies about teenagers being teenagers. Hey, Cody, what's 34 divided by 2? I'm not answering your question. <laughs> 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 I foolishly expected him to put the edge of 70. <laughs> <laughs> This is why I'm Cameron very upset we pre-recorded. Look. Oh yeah, because these guys. These guys got one of those movies where, like, on any objective, like the best movies ever, quality. I... Those guys got oh. off way too easy because they should have been crucified oh. for so many of those picks, and they oh, just got the coast. So it's volume one. What was the one that came? Twenty through eleven. I remember this. So that would have been... And what's the time code? 
242.40. So that would have been me, Jake, Boatman, and... 242.30? 40. I mean, 30. I'm sure it's fine. Oh, it's the rubber one, yeah. Yeah, this is... And then we would realize there's no enjoyment to be had from this movie. We would instead watch The Room, which is at least laughably terrible. And this movie never made the cut. And I have never seen it, and I never will. Fuck off with this rubber bullshit. <laughs> uh, I'm watching the trailer right now. I really want to see this. <laughs> I really want to watch this movie. You, 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 you got you got me on your side, Jake. I, I'm with you on this one, buddy. Oh I haven't God. seen this movie, but after listening to Jake talk about it, I wish my dad would have worn a rubber so that I wouldn't have. That's the winner. That's the that's the winner of the clip show. There you go. Fucking kill me. <laughs> fucking kill me. Kirk, please just start talking about it before I fucking kill myself. Okay. Um, uh, I did I did end up watching rubber, by the way. Yeah, you liked it. That was bad. It was not wasn't was twelfth greatest twelfth greatest movie of all time, uh, but you know. Uh, yeah, oh man, I'm telling you, like that is like that was a good panel. That was a good panel. Know. We had some really great panels. Yeah. I don't remember the mystery thriller episode where they almost kill each other. Like I know there was a point where Barr and Boatman on screen together was like flipping like a, a fuse and gasoline because of trivia, and I did not remember that one at all. Um, so I remember Kirk. Uh, Episode. I think it was one of the top ones. Oh, Kirk had a few episodes. Like I think the very first one is when the one that always sticks out is Jurassic Park ending in like ninety two or something. Like it stopped at ninety two when it was like Oh yeah. And I think it was you that had it or something that no yeah. one else did. It was like wild. No, I mean overall, like how the show just the moments just absolutely. I mean, my favorite episode, my favorite moment of all time is Coho uh, doing this um, Knives Out is the greatest screenplay of the 21st century. And that panel just absolutely losing their mind on him. Ensemble. It was our best ensembles, one of the greatest ones. Uh, a moment no one talked about, but that is a mid heist movies. Do another top one hundred? Eh, maybe. Um, right now, right now. Just yeah, four, four randos, four randos right now. Yeah, We're, bring your list in. We're doing one hundred one tonight. It's happening. Yeah, let's do it. Last chance. Um, I probably get some deal on that if you want. If we did that, I'm bringing. I'm bringing. Yeah, Kirk's doing it. Uh, <laughs> not me. Uh, I look. I found the mystery thriller episode, and I'm just scrolling through. I have the solitaire down. Yeah, and you just see them yelling at each other. Oh no, they're not yelling. Each other. They look like they're at a funeral. <laughs> it just so looks like the me. worst night of both of their lives. I have to go back and watch this. I do too. Um, I've watched a few again, like just to hear them. Um, 
What was the heist movies? Heist movies, 5547. That's way harder. We just did that, didn't we? Like, build the heist or heist movies? That's the hardest thing about this, is, like, when they're in top 100s, I can find them easily. Yeah. When they're... Pace and what number? I thank you. Heist movie. There's an, always a number next to YLS. Tell me what YLS. I don't we think always, we did. We honestly always have Payson in the background oh. look this stuff up for us because I know he'll find us so much faster. No, what number Man. episode, Payson? He was ninety-four. What number? Well, uh, what's the time code? Fifty-five forty-seven. I think I was on this episode. I don't remember. You were 100% on this episode, I'm pretty sure. Somebody watching Willy Wonka? Yes. Oh, see that sound cue? Yeah. That is childhood <laughs> right there. Holy shit. Yeah. Where's that trivia at? Like, let me do. Let's try to see who can pull what movie it is based on a second of a sound. Like, wow. I'm. I don't like that movie either. So, like, that's crazy. And that new movie, guys, I'm glad I'm getting out of YLF for him. Holy. Till- Timothy Chalamet might have the most punchable face in Hollywood, like, by far. Killmonger. He'd have been such a better Killmonger. Uh, he's so great in this. Um, uh, everybody's good. Even Michelle Rodriguez is okay in this. Usually she is god awful at everything. She's the worst part of everything she's in. And she's like, okay in this. Okay. And um, she's, she's the she's, best part of Resident Evil. She's think about what you said. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, has his obligation. <laughs> uh, everybody's so good. Uh, You're yeah, all really, the I, timing I, I, on that was <laughs> next level. Oh, uh, I, how many episodes? This is ninety-four. I'm probably close to those eighty of these. I've never seen Coho like literally twitch with his computer in hand when you said that Killmonger line. He's literally about what? That's a secret that most people just don't realize. Like my favorite parts of early Wildlife, especially, is Coho's never on call on the screen, but he is backstage, and his how he re- react to things backstage made every episode even better for me because like he would like lose it like his mind would blow it's great yeah think about what you said like there <laughs> i always think back to like uh i so i watched like while i got in the community is like when i started was like my biggest thing was screen junkies i watched movie fights like all the time like loved yeah. it. and that moment reminds me of when hal rodnick looks at um they were just debating something and he's like Oh, cool! Like you can't just say anything. Any positives? Like, yeah. Even a even a man in jail smiles every once. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't mean like I have a heart, but it's not good. It's just <laughs> what I always think of. Old movie fights. Uh, sad what that all turned into, but that was yeah. Oh, Redick was great on that. Ago. My favorite Redick movie was when he. <laughs> do you remember the one where it was? Who do you? It was when um, Ten Cloverfield Lane came out, and they're like, "What two? It was what two characters do you want to be?" 
in uh, stuck in a bomb shelter with. Do you remember that one? Yes. And he's like, there were three guys, and he's like, he picks up, he stands up, he picks up the microphone. Neither of you picked any women. <laughs> yeah, he just goes into the yeah, it's so funny. Uh, uh, I remember when. Oh yeah, greatest character bracket. That was a lot of fun to just create. I think that was one of me and Kirk's favorite thing is like ranking the fan, like the fandom movies oh, yeah, and stuff. That was great, yeah. And, and then hopped on call, which we don't have recorded, but me and Tim and everything. Oh yeah, we we should have recorded. That. We should have because they were a little bit more like. That's a weird. Anybody wants to know why fandom runs so smoothly? Here's the answer. Those two agree on a lot. Mm-hmm. Like they're and they compromise better than any human being possible. Uh, yeah, that how running he didn't choose women. I still remember when they picked Superman the movie or the thing. It was like, and there was a big. Oh, that was great. Too bad, yeah. like it has Andy Sigmund yeah. in every one of them. Classic, the classic movie fights were fantastic. Oh yeah, so good. Um, even though <laughs> we copied it in this community and had one judge for so long, what a what a terrible choice that yeah, was. That's... Um, um, I'm gonna see how far Coho is. Okay. Um, and then if not, we're just gonna start ripping his letterbox apart, or we can do the game. You can do the game or rip his letterbox. Why don't we wait for him to do letterbox? Let's do the game now. Okay. Okay. So, everybody. So, what's the theme next week? Uh, yeah. Uh, favorite white noise. Listen, um, listen, Spence. Okay. So, I've created a tier list. Okay. Um, oh no! Hold on. Hold on, I gotta change the room. You dirty. Hold on. Now, I don't know if anybody will treat the, get to the top spot, and I don't know, but we'll see. Trust. If you didn't make the cut, it's just because I couldn't think of your name when I was making this, so don't be sad. Okay? And if you are sad, well, send a picture of it to me because I want to see you cry. Uh, okay. Uh, so here we go. Kirk's going to play the game. I will help him if everybody's going to be mean. If he doesn't want to be mean, because I will gladly be mean. So you have trust with my movie life. Okay. Few disagreements, but overall great taste. Good, but not great. Are you sure you watched the movie? Somebody gives you something, you're like, what the? F-? What rating are we at? Thanks, but no thanks. Or delete the app. Basically, <laughs> don't need to be on Letterbox anymore. You need to remember it, okay? All right. So, I'm going to take off, move the first person up. They will not be in the ranking spot. You will just decide where they go. Um, we are going to start, I would say, pretty easy. But we'll see how it goes in your eyes. Oh, no. Is he not? Did he not make the cut? No, he did. I just missed his fat head. Hold on. Um, I can say that because I'm friends with him, so don't be good. Your tag team partner, Andrew Barr. Oh, no, there's people. You see the people. You can't see the people. Okay. Yeah. Andrew Barr. Where are you putting him? 
Um, I will put Andrew in few disagreements. Okay. There's certain things that we don't see eye to eye, but for the most part, and his 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 our disagreements aren't very egregious. Like if I watch a movie and I don't like it, um, it's not like usually I don't hate it. It was like, yeah, that's all right. Like I'm not mad that I watch it. So I think that's a good spot for Mark. Yeah, Patrick, you did not make the cut because I don't know if you've ever watched a movie because we have never talked movies. We've only talked sports, but that's not a problem. Um, okay, your next one. It'll be a fun one. We'll see. He knows that he has. So basically, this is how you got to decide. Somebody messaged you out of blue, saw a movie, this movie's for you. How much trust are you going to put into that? And if okay. you're going to watch it, okay? Bill Cariola. <laughs> um, see, Bill's tough because... Bill is self-aware, unlike a lot of people in the community. So I don't – there's a lot of stuff Bill's just not going to recommend to me because he knows, like, he shouldn't. Um, Jeez. Where's he at right now? Good but not great. Yeah, this I, is that's just the middle. Bill, that's Bill, just the middle. Yeah, I, I, know, I know, but I was just I – um, I would say – Um, put Bill in our sh- you sure you watch the movie because I mean like I said I he has that. some out there takes but he knows how out there they are so I'm not going to crucify Bill by any stretch there are a lot of people who watch bad movies and have no idea they're watching bad movies so uh, uh, this one will be fun for me I was going to wait for I might wait for that one that one I to put on there right now I don't know. I think I know where this one go, but it's based on what he watches. Thomas Scully. Hmm. We don't... uh... I put him in, are you sure you watch the movie? Because he and I don't cross streams a lot. Um, And to be honest, I'm not too familiar. Like, I don't, like... I, we follow each other, but I, I don't see a lot of his reviews. So I'm, I'm not too, other than like fandom stuff, I'm not too sure about his opinions. Um, I know he has some questionable fandom opinions, but beyond that. Um, Who goes higher? Um, I put Bill over Tom. Over Tom okay. Scully. Oh, no, you can see people. Dang it. I, don't look. Okay. Ooh. Um. Here's a fun one, faction-based. I know where this one's going, I think. I think. I'm going Rue. Uh, um, <laughs> this man loves Chris Tucker. I just want that does. on the record. He does love Chris Tucker. And he loves bad boys. That's rough. But I don't want to judge him on those, you know, few movies. Um... And I did his top 100. I think he came in second in our top on, oh, okay. on his top 100. Um, so I'll leave Rue right there. Good, but not great. Good, but not great. Higher. Okay. Mm-hmm. I forgot that he did win. Some would say he won on a technicality because of the or second because of who was on the field. But you know, I mean, hey, to each own. Um, he's about to leave. Play, so you can only play the guys on the schedule. 
True. It's true. Payson Johnson. Huh. Now, here's the thing about Payson. If he recommends mm-hmm. a movie to me, I know he's going to curate that pick. And he's not going to throw something at me that I wouldn't like. And I think, you know, and even Payson, I disagree. I think Payson is uh, very, um, you know, he, he, he has an open mind. And he's not going to, you know, so I'm going to put Payson up with Barr. Okay. Who's higher? Uh, Barr. Okay. Um, okay. Um, let's see where we're going to go here. This will be an interesting one. Yeah, we'll go him. Probably don't cross paths a lot, but he does exist. Jimothy Green. Jim Green. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put him down in thanks, but no thanks. <laughs> and honestly, I think if 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 he if he was doing this himself, he'd probably put himself there. Because he knows. I mean, he's. I'm in chats with Jim, and he uh, he's harder on himself than I am. You know, he'll bring up a yes, movie, sir. and before I can even comment, he'll be like, "Yeah, my taste of movies suck." So I don't think that's any surprise that I'm putting Jim down there. I mean, he's a big Fast and Furious guy. He's a, and he'll even say, "I just want explosions, and I want you know whatever." So um, I don't think I'm insulting Jim too much by putting him down there. It's fair. That's fair. Uh, next up, crap. Um, it's Dylan Vantine. Dylan, uh... a lot of Cronenberg, a lot, a lot of, Cronenberg. of indie, like weird things. It, and I, and I he loves Jim Jarmusch, which I think. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He got me on Jim Jarmusch. He got me to watch all those, which is good. Um, I'll leave <laughs> he him was there. Late. He was late. I'll leave him there on good but not great because. Um, and I'll put him ahead of Rue. Because, yeah, he has some misses, but he has some, his hits fit pretty strong. So. Oh, boy. Uh, okay. So, where'd you put him? Uh, right where he's at, but above, ahead of Rue. Fair. Uh, Dylan wanted S tier. Didn't get it. Um, cancel. Uh, Cole is on his way, though. So should be joining soon. Um, okay. Um, we gotta make this interesting. Those last ones interesting. Um, speaking of the man, the myth, the legend, um, we'll just do him now. Holtzman. Yeah, that's a bird, but it's Holtzman. I felt oh, weird a little bit sometimes, like using some spe- like your significant other. I don't know them so, but Dylan's beyond asked here. Please, please. He likes one of their biggest mysteries is how we became like manager and player because his taste is wild. Um, yeah, but Holtzman. Um, we watched a clip that he put 17 again. That's right. His top one. He has Band Slam top 10. Footloose yeah. 2011. Oh, yeah. Thanks, but no thanks. You can put him above Jim. <laughs> Thank you for jogging my memory there. I almost, I almost went higher, but then you gave me those I wonder if anybody will enter delete the app. I'm hoping for the sake of my thing, but uh, we'll see. Um, There's a few people who I know will, but I don't know if you have a list or not, but... Oh, we'll see. Uh, okay. I, we've done roundtables together on this one, so okay. we'll see. It's going to be Scott Harvey. Scott won his top 100. 
again. again. I mean, you gotta think of strength of schedule, but he won his top one hundred. Um, like he played the Pirates, uh, the Reds, yeah, um, the A's, Oakland Athletics, yeah. yeah. Um, which we just lost two games to. So. Yeah. Again, I mean, he has some solid picks, but there's just some stuff he throws out there that's very questionable. I'm going to put him first, and are you sure you watched the movie? <laughs> I love it. He's higher than Bill, so like that's yeah. kind of like do something for him, but like that's still hey. knowing knowing him. The, not the, man, the man has driven people off round table, so I'm not the only one. <laughs> I didn't say it. I didn't say it. Um, I'm clear. Um, okay. I think this one will might if this one doesn't get the 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 button, I don't know who will. It's Kaiser. <sighs> I have a soft spot in my heart for Kaiser. <laughs> you do? Because Kaiser has some pretty bad takes. I but... like Kaiser as a person a lot. But man, he has some true. We need to go to that letterbox. Remind me before we yeah. close shop. He is, he, he's off the wall, but after, after several years in a chat with my faction and dying on a lot of hills by myself, one day, one day Kaiser popped in there and it was just like a ray of sunshine because he and I saw eye to eye on a lot of stuff that nobody else did. So again, I'm not going to go too low, too low on Kaiser because he's he's had my back in a lot of situations. I'll put him at the bottom of good but not great for like again and again objectively. Objectively, I shouldn't do that, but this is a personal. This this one's from the heart. This is from the heart. God damn, I have to be so upset right now. Um, <laughs> that is crazy. Okay. Um. We will go with you judged this. I think he came in no, I don't know if he came in last. We'll see. Zach Ford. Um Zach's I was first. He might have been second. No, he wasn't second. Who who was on that panel? Who was that? Um Brian. Um, Zach and Ethan. He might have been last. No, Brian had Titanic, and you hate Titanic. No, but remember Brian had a real strong like bottom fifty that like kept him in the loop. Yeah, I think he came in last. I think he came in last. I'm putting him in thanks, but no thanks. He's he's borderline delete the app. Dude has like many adventures of Winnie the Pooh in his top twenty. That's one of the all time worst takes. We're at a bottom. He's borderline delete the app. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Zach. He came for, like, this is working out way better than I did. And I had some, uh, some plans. Um, how do I pull up? Interesting to see. It matters how he takes it. I think he'll take it well. He's a good sport most of the time. I, I love the man. Just newly father. Um, <laughs> uh, our partner in crime and our grumpy old uh, 
men chat that when we're the old people in this community now and yell about children. Um, it's Tim Bercala. If anything, he doesn't use star, the correct star system. He only does <laughs> have, like, you refuses to use have. So who knows if he'll see this. But um, what's your thoughts on old Timmy? I think Tim... I mean, Tim's a big Scorsese guy. He's a big crime guy. So he and I see eye to eye on a lot of stuff. And then there's a lot of stuff that we don't see eye to eye on at all. But I think he has, he be, and he'll even say like, it just, and, and Tim, Tim will tell you, I like everything. Like that's Tim's kind of thing. Like I just like movies. I'm going to watch whatever I like and I like it all. And he and I are very different that way. Um, but I will put Tim, um, you know what, if, if, if this is about what they recommend to me and like conversations with them, I'm going to go few, I'll put him at the bottom of a few disagreements. Cause okay. I, I trust, I trust him. Like if Tim's going to tell me like, you're not going to like this, but yeah, like Tim, I trust, like for me personally, trust him. Yeah. He will not steer me into a direction where I will not like a movie. And like, he took care of me so well. I don't know if it's dropped yet. I'm terrible with my own channel drop, but um, Terrifier 2, I think, is already out um, on Roundtable. Yeah. Trusted me with, like, he said, oh, we need to watch that together. So, trust me on that. I'm, al- um, I'm, already, I'm already getting private messages about my, about my picks here, so. Oh, who, who is it? Blow, blow <laughs> them up. Where, where it, oh. <laughs> I, I, I won't put that out there, but. Okay, I'll, be, I'll keep that private. No, well, when we get off call, I'm curious. Okay, um, I'll tell you off call. Um, uh, Terrifier Two is fun. Uh, some would say. Um, John Marr, new to the like not super new last year, but all I know is he's the horror guy. You know, you know, I don't know if he's ever watched normal movies besides like Blood. You know, blood goes to the nursery seventy-five or something. But you know, he has some. You- uh, I mean, he has some decent takes. Um, some of his horror stuff is is a little off the wall. Um, but I think, based on the fact alone that he likes uh, basketball well enough to name his team on it, I think I'm putting John and delete the app. <laughs> that that is that is the leadable offense. Okay, um, that's that's fair. Um, okay, <laughs> basketball. Um, well, while we're at it, you know, just win in Rome. His team partner, Will Cohen. Yeah, he's down there with him. Will's, <laughs> Will's the bottom of the lead the app. <laughs> Yeah, his reviews are pretty rough. Uh, yeah. We have we have viewed that as rough. Will 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 makes Will makes John look like Payson. Thanks, but no thanks. It's Kirk ranking these. Like, let's be real with Kirk. Like, for him to set aside two hours or more of his day to watch something that somebody recommends, like, eh, I don't blame him for some of these. Some of these would be lower for me, but that's besides the point. Um, okay. I think this will be fairly well received, but we'll see. Uh, oh, oh. Yeah, Mr. Legend, hello, 
Do you, how many more do you have? Do you want to take a break and come back to this? Oh, I made it. Yeah, I got a few. Yeah, we'll come back. We'll come back. Okay. Um, Stay tuned. So let's finish ranking this one, and then we'll okay. go from there. Um, right. Joseph Olivoff. <laughs> um, he is a cyborg. Yeah. His, he doesn't but a very have nice cyborg. Yeah, and he doesn't have a lot of super hot takes. I'll put him, put him between Amru and Kaiser on good but not great, because he doesn't have a lot of terrible takes. So we'll we'll why we're at the point right now. Coho's here. Thank you, Coho. Uh, a vital part of the show. I'll say all my nice things at the very end because I'm going to rip you apart in a second. Um, but uh, <laughs> this is if I, I saw we're to, doing tears and I'm like, I'm screwed. I'm so screwed. Uh, if somebody was to recommend a movie to you, yeah. where you go with it so far in order of what we've presented on the screen, bar is number one. He would trust very highly, but he has a few disagreements for great taste. Payson, Tim, Dylan, Rue, Joseph, Kaiser, Scott, Bill, Scully, Cam Holtzman's the first in. Thanks for the thanks. Jim, Zach Ford was close to delete the app, and the Milwaukee beers are deleted. What is your take on this? We've established now what the bottom is. Is Milwaukee beers delete the app? That means there's a large gap uh, I hope I survive the gap because I don't think I'm as bad as the beers. Um, but um, oh god. See, I would say Jim and Thanks but No Thanks is maybe a little too harsh. He might be an Are You Sure You Watched the Movie for me because sometimes he hits like a jam. Um, Zach is right where he is. Holtzman is right where he is. Um, Scott, yeah, Bill, yeah. Because I don't know, maybe Bill is thanks, but no thanks. Because his his bad ones are bad. But what I said um, we talked about is Bill is self aware. Bill knows he's watching terrible movies, and he's not going to recommend those movies to you. That's fair. Scully, I don't know, because he like middle of the pack is fair, because sometimes he'll have a crazy take, like a really crazy take. But a lot of the times he has like solid takes, but like nothing that's going to make me go out of my seat. Like, wow, that's an inspired, great, brilliant take on something. Um, I would say he is like not basic because he's not basic, but like he's got like pretty, he's got good middle of the road taste. Though, like when he hits, he hits hard on like if he gives me something, it like usually hits pretty strong. Um, we're really going to put Dylan in good, not great. We're talking about Kaisers at the Kaisers at the back of Good Not Great. I know, but uh, that's we put, wait, we put Kaiser, wait, whoa, 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 we put Kaiser on Good Not Great. I again, I, I thought this was I thought this was your list sucks, not your list is bullshit. Okay, like this is stupid. I explained he was spent a lot of he spent he spent a he took he drank a cup of coffee with the uh, in our in our group in our group chat in our uh, you know in the whatever we were called then I don't even know. Uh, but it was nice to have somebody who agreed with me on a lot of stuff that that re- I, that I had been battling that oh, group okay. on for years. Oh, okay. I see. So, I see how this is. 
I see how this is. Kaiser had your back in the trenches when you had the bad takes or the hot takes. No. So you're gonna have his back, even though this man, this man, honestly believe belongs maybe in delete the app. If we're being honest with ourselves, he's that's where I thought. I, I even said if he doesn't get there, I don't know who does. But all right, right. Like so, I have better takes than Kaiser. There is a man that is making a movie this year. Our, I'm pretty sure it's Kirk's most anticipated October. movie of the year. I believe it's... I know it's mine. Um, his name is Mr. Martin Scorsese. Um, okay. Um, we're going to go through... Uh, so, gotcha, just to let everybody know, just to let everybody know, Roundtable is doing a special episode of Roundtable with Scorsese. Um, we each picked one from the decade. A few of us got through. It had to be pushed back a week. But overall, that one will be recorded soon. So some of these movies are fresh. So you don't have to give full details if you don't want to, Kirk, since you're on that episode. But we're going to go through Coho's, because Coho just watched all of them. Coho's now I just finished all of them with the, with the exception of Kundun. It's the only one I haven't seen. Yes. So he, we're going to go uh, each five, I think, and then get your initial feedback. Mine too, because I have not looked at it. I shared it. I have not, because I yeah. I don't follow Coho and Letterboxd. Uh, for his sanity and for my sanity, mm. for our friendship, mm. it's best if we just keep separation of church and state. So I haven't, I haven't seen the list either yet. I've seen the individual uh, you know, ratings, but I'm, I haven't seen the list. I am truly curious as to what your guys' feelings are. I know what Kirk's feelings are already. I, I'll tell you right now. There's a move that he'll be like, want to burn it all down over. But like, I think Cody might be more on my side than we expect. Um. So my list, Roundtable will discover it more, but my list has changed. Like, there is, I'll just say it because I don't really care. There's a new number one uh, for my Scorsese. Um, it just is. Uh, technically, there's a new number two. So, things are a-changing. So, we'll get there in time. Um, all right. So, there are a few that I have not seen since having Letterboxd. I've seen all of them prior. I just don't. But, like, there's a few that I'm, I'm still missing overall. Uh, one big one. Uh, so, Boxcar Bertha, I have not seen. Um, but I assume... Pretty low makes sense. Um, Age of Innocence, I think it is so boring so overall. Boring. Um, yes, if Spence is your reaction is to the what? Yeah, yeah, things are changing. Um, I like to paint houses. Um, uh, who's knocking at my door? Uh, number twenty-three. I watched it, and I think my thing is you got to start somewhere. That's where yeah. I always thought like, eh. So I don't think there's any hot take. Kirk, anything problematic in the bottom? You may not have Age of Innocence at this level. I'm yeah. No, I mean, I'd say definitely Boxcar Bertha and New York, New York belong down here. Um, yeah, who's that knocking at my door is not great. Um, I still think there's a lot of good stuff in it. It's again, But again, like you said, it's, it's basically his, his student film. Age of Innocence, I have a little higher. Um, I can understand why you would have it this low. There are a lot of dull parts. I still see some a little bit of cool Scorsese stuff shining through, even in that one. Um, but it's still, yeah, I'm not going to begrudge anybody to put that at the bottom. Okay. Um, 
just to give slight oh, oh, oh. defense oh. for what I've got so far. If I can, if I may, if sure. I may approach the, the bench. Okay. Uh, very quickly, Boxcar Bertha is not a great movie, but it's not a, it's not a, it's not good, but it's not like awful. Like if this is the worst a uh, director makes, that's pretty good. Um, cause it's a Roger Corman movie. So like, it's like supposed to be garbage. Um, so Age of Innocence is just boring. Who's that knocking on my door is like good. It's not good. I've Alice heard not good anymore. I have not seen oh. it. I've heard New York, New York's bad. So New York, New York has maybe the most irredeemable and problematic character Scorsese has ever made. And the movie doesn't treat him like it. Yeah. And that's my biggest issue with New York, New York. And that's De Niro's character. I think De Niro's performance in that part's really great. I think New York, New York is not amazing, but not terrible. I was told it's like awful. Um, but Scorsese directs some of those like music sequences really cool, and it's way too long. But there's elements to this where it's like this is the closest Scorsese's ever gonna get to making an out an out musical. And I think that would have been really cool to see in his career. And I like the elements that he brings in that aspect. But no, like I, if you're like line these five up and pick which one you'd watch right now. I would probably pick New York, New York, because I wouldn't want to watch any of these really ever again. Not because they're bad, just because they're just not movies I want to watch again. I've heard a lot of positive. I've seen it only one time, but Alice doesn't live here anymore. I remember enjoying it for the most part, so I don't know. Um, was, was um, but no, I, I like, I like. okay, the performance is great. Burson is great. It's just... That movie is so hard to sit through when one of the major draws of that movie, or one of the major characters in the movie, is the kid, and the kid is awful, like so irredeemably annoying. Damian Wayne, if he was a real person, like I hate it, I hate it so much. Anyway, hmm. oh, here we go. Well, New York Stories is technically not just his, correct? It's not just his. No, it's Woody Allen and Francis Ford Coppola. And are you rating the movie on the all three or just him? Or him. I rated. I did. I, I did rate the movie on all three. Okay, because no, I mean, yeah. If if you if it's your real three, that the, the Francis Ford Coppola segment is one of the worst things I've ever seen. So his, it's not good. The the Scorsese one's good. The Woody Allen. I mean, I, I really like the Scorsese one. The Woody Allen one's pretty good. Coppola. I don't even know what that was. That was garbage. So, so. like to be well, fair, he also did Jack. I don't actually the Scorsese one's not bad. It's if I was going based on just his segment, it would drop below Casino. Um, so if you want me to make that flip, I can. Because the Scorsese segment is it's a lot to handle. It's mm-hmm. very weird. All three of these are very weird. Yeah. And I think um, by design. Woody Allen's though is the one where the weird matches the director's style really well. Cause Scorsese's style with that sort of weird is something I've never seen Scorsese do. And it was really uncomfortable to see him try and do. Um, Nick Nolte is very weird in it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. If that's if we're rating it on just the individual okay. thing, then I'd just drop him one. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, one, remove it from your Scorsese list. Let's be realistic here. If it's multiple people, you don't need it. Casino at 20 is wild. Like... As someone that is negative on Casino more than a lot, because I think Sharon Stone is kind of awful in this movie, but Pesci and De Niro and even Rickles and that entire, like, where he's able to create the atmosphere in Casino, I would put higher, especially higher, than all the movies you have listed here right now. 
And I, I, I one movie is on Roundtable, which is Mean Streets. I can say that, but um, I won't talk about that in depth. That movie went up for me on watch. Well, when we get to when I'll discuss that on the Roundtable. And Cape Fear, I think, is really good. But I think Bringing Out Your Dead deserves where Casino is. And if you're going to put Casino, I put it at 16. Because I didn't like Bringing Out Your Dead that much at all. Fair. So my thing with Casino is that... Rage Cage. That's fair. My, my thing with Casino is that I agree. The atmosphere and the aesthetic is really well done. I think there are elements to Casino that I really do like. I think my issue with Casino comes in that the story doesn't feel as tight as some of his other stuff. Because it feels like he's trying to do... It feels like he wants to make Goodfellas again like with a different vibe. Like he wants to do a different kind of thing with the Goodfellas team. Um, and you can tell that's what he's going for. And no one's quite hitting on that same cylinder, which is, I know a lot to ask, but like it's, it's not quite hitting that way for me. The story's a little too all over the place. It's a little too flowy for me. Um, it's not as tight and focused and I do not like Sharon Stone. Um, that's the biggest hit for me is Stone is a lot of this movie and i don't like a lot of this movie then um cape fear is just too much for me it's a good movie it's just there's parts of that that i just are just too oh, good yeah. for me oh, yeah. um mo movie's very good i like the movie but it's just it's this it's probably his it's most like it's probably his like maybe new york new york what you said but like hard to watch character like on screen like it's right well the movie is the cape fear you're not supposed to like max katie you know? like, i know i like, know yeah. But my thing is, like, the subject matter they tackle in Cape Fear is, like, makes my skin crawl. Like, that's just it's always hard. been the case, right? No, it's hard. And Mean Streets is went up on rewatch. I liked it. It's, like, the proto-gangster sort of thing, and he does a good job with it. Bring Out Your Dead was, like, or Bring Out the Bring out the Dead uh, was the one that um, I was most surprised by. Because, like, you know, Mike and Azari are like, this is fucking great. And I was like, I doubt it. Um... And it was good. I liked it. I think Nicolas Cage is, like, really perfect for the part he's playing. Because, like, he's, like, exhausted the entire... And Cage, being the actor he is, is always exhausted uh, when he doesn't care. So it's, like, I thought that fit. I like Goodman. I like the story well enough. Um, right, it sure. felt kind of after-hoursy. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, Casino, you know, Tomoko is saying, I think the worst thing, you know, the uh, casino has against it is that Goodfellas exists. I said that before, where you're always going to compare it to good Goodfellas, mm -hmm. and it's never going to be as good. So, I mean, I have it ranked a lot higher, um, but I could understand if you're looking at it from that point of view why you have it low. Um, I think Cape Fear is super low. I think it's a very fun movie. I mean, this is basically Scorsese's, you know, one for you uh, when he did. Uh, you know, Last Temptation of Christ, and I love the fact that he just kind of went crazy with it, like, "Well, I got to do this movie, so let's yeah. let's get really weird." And I, I think he did some fun stuff with that. Um, mean Streets goes up for me every time I watch it. Uh, mean Streets always, I, I I just find so much more in that, and we'll talk about that more in the show. But you know, I find so much more about you know, core Scorsese in that movie, and um, great. Bringing Out Your Dead, I think is a, I don't think it's necessarily a great Scorsese movie. I think it's a fun movie. I have it rated a little bit lower. Um, but I mean, at this point in my rankings, we're getting into like the good movies. Like nothing is like, I don't like here. So, um, I mean, it's, it's enjoyable. It's, 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 it's always going to be towards the bottom for me, I think, but there's a lot of good stuff to it. Okay. Yeah, this is where I'm gonna take a hit. Oh boy. Um, um okay. Uh so Last Temptation of Christ is one of my biggest blind spots on Scorsese. Um 15, whatever. Gangs of New York 14. 
That's fine. Hugo mixed up with Tintin for a long time in my life. Um, definitely not the movie, but definitely could not determine who did what for a long time, and that's it. But Bull and Goodfellas at 12 and 11 is yikes for me. There is one of those movies that could be as the new two. Um, what are we doing? Like, so as somebody, I, again, I've always tried to understand this. I have never been able to understand this. You are a Rubik's Cube that can't be solved. So it really, the colors just never match. So it's fine. But my thing is, what do you get from a film? Like, I know you have did the passion project of, like, putting a film together and, like, making one and the work and process. And for you to sit there and you can watch Grow Your Aging Bull and Goodfellas and be like, I believe, like, even if they're not my favorite, the masterpiece is speaking, like, overall. Like, I don't think he's ever directed two films, and I have favorites that are higher, two better films than these two, like, with a bullet. I think these are his best directed films, without a shot. I don't know if I necessarily agree with that statement, because I, but that's okay. also just comes down to this man has made, I would say, 12 all-time great films. Um, and two of them happen nice. to be right there. <laughs> nice cover. So, Hold on. Before you talk, so, before you talk, sure. I'm going to go to Kirk first. Kirk, I, I know you don't have any issues with 13, 14, whatever. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm surprised. I kind of thought Coho might have Hugo a little higher. Um, Gangs in New York, honestly, like, you could tell me you have that anywhere on your list. Mileage is going to vary with that movie. Like, I'm not going to begrudge you. Like, if you say you think it's really great, okay, cool. If you think it's pretty bad, I can understand that argument. So, um, I, I mean, I think it's somewhere right around here on my list. Um, I, you know, it's the same. Day Lewis is great. Everything else, not so, not as much. Um, Last Temptation, I've never really vibed with. I just feel like it's it's long and it's you know he's it's it's very like philosophical and very you know he has a lot of ideas behind it and it's a good movie but it's like not like I'm like oh I'm gonna sound watch Scorsese movie Last Temptation of Christ um, yeah Raging Bowman uh, and Coho yeah. Bowman and Mike <laughs> did that one time together in a little shot um, Raging Bull is I, again I'm not high it's in my top ten Scorsese but kind of barely. Um, so I don't love it as much as everybody else, but yeah, I mean, objectively, it's it's fantastic. Um, and then Goodfellas is Goodfellas. This to me is his magnum opus. I think his entire career was built up to this movie. Um, I don't think he's ever reached that height again. Um, not that he hasn't made some great movies, but just never, never at this level. I think this is just a um, culmination of so many great things that he did over the, you know twenty some years. Um, so yeah, I think those are are, are very very low. For, for for Scorsese list, so I can understand that. Uh, the thing for me comes down to <laughs> the thing for me comes down to um, which Scorsese stories do I personally vibe with the most. When we get to twelve and up, it comes down to which stories do I really like engaging with and being told over and over. Um, Raging Bull I've only seen twice, uh, and Goodfellas I've only seen twice. Um, so these two are the ones that have gone up the most from first watch to second watch. Um, because I used to think Raging Bull and Goodfellas were, like, pretty good. And now they're great. <laughs> so you have to, like, remember these are pre-20... There's there, Boatman has defined the line. There is pre-2019 Coho, and there is post-2019 Coho. Pre-2019 Coho, 
you can't trust the take. You cannot trust the take. If I have the take after I'm 19, you can sort of start to trust the take a little more because it's more recent. Um, doesn't mean it's good, but you can trust the take a little more. Sure. When do you watch movies on two times speed? Um, pre or post? Uh, yeah. Okay. I, then, 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 then Bowman's a moron. But continue on. My thing is, Raging Bull makes sense because why a lot of people he is again New York, New York haven't seen. Arguably one of the most despicable main characters in but, movie. Yeah. Like you don't like him. You don't like him at all. Like he, everything that he does to himself, like he does to himself, and like every problem that he has is based centered around what he was doing. So, like that makes sense. Um, I that's overall like where I take that. Goodfellas, which we will talk about. Um, there's two things. Next time you watch it, whenever the time you watch it, watch it. Watch Leota. And like, don't watch like overall what's happening. Watch him, because I used to have a very negative take on Leota in that movie, and I have come one hundred and eighty around on him. I think, arguably, the best actor in Goodfellas, with what he is doing in that role. Again, watch it, and thank you to Kirk. There's a pairing that this movie plays with. It will, we'll talk about it on the thing. But if you watch this and then you watch The Irishman back to back, it is one of the greatest double features I have ever got to watch. So, just what I would suggest. Um, okay. We're going up. I got to get Oh. 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 Okay. So I have a few takes. One, I, I disagree with seven overall. I'm glad it's in the top ten overall, personal. Uh, that's my new number one of all time is The Irishman. Uh, I am absolutely in love with this movie. The more I watch it, the more I unpack it. Great. Roundtable will be a great time. Me and Kirk may be on for four hours while everybody else has left us. And we're just talking about the scene where he delivers meat and just talk about everything about it. Um, the one that I don't agree with ever on here is the color of money. Um, I, it doesn't, it, it feels the most unscorsese for me of all of the movies because it's not like it basically is a, just a sequel to the hustler that he had no business in. And he made it, and it's fine, and I think it's okay. He's getting the most out of Tom Cruise that anybody can get on Tom Cruise. But overall, I just don't love it. Taxi Driver, where I've always said on Taxi Driver, is I don't love the Indian Taxi Driver. I hate the Indian Taxi Driver. I need to rewatch Taxi Driver. I have not watched Taxi Driver in a very long time. This is a very old take of mine that I've held for a long time. Um, don't, not a huge fan. I'm big on Shutter Island. I'm big. You may be bigger at this point than me. <laughs> like, I was high on Shutter Island. I thought everybody's sleeping on it. I think this movie plays really well if you have the time to watch it pretty close back to back because of the things you pick up on, like, the first watch versus the second watch because 
there are things that you notice that he's able to direct in this movie that's crazy. The guards holding the guns tighter, the the everybody like reacting. The background actors in this movie are the best background actors of all time, what they're doing in this movie. So I'm interested to see what Kirk thinks of this. And Silence is one of them, probably one of his best movies that he's made this this run, but it's one of the hardest movies I've ever like watched. So um five really good movies uh i am shutter island first time i saw i think cody you and i were talking to us talking about this on a call but not on, online uh last week i think when i first watched shutter island it was i don't know if anybody remembers when it came out there promoting it like hey watch for the for the big twist ending and so like going and knowing that i figured it out in like 10 minutes and like I don't do like I'm not one of those people like oh yeah I figured it out because I'm so smart like yeah. I try not to figure movies out like I want to be surprised by movies so if I figured it out like the movie probably did something wrong and I think it was just if I if I wasn't looking for it, I would figure it out long story short that kind of ruined the experience for me but going back multiple times and seeing all those things Cody's talking about and watching how the movie kind of sets all that up is really fascinating I think to me this is like the closest Scorsese well maybe Hugo but uh, besides that this might be the closest Scorsese's come to making like just like a, a fun popcorn movie and um, that's kind of how I look at it but it's a it's a really you know well done one uh, great performance all around um, Irishman yeah again I'm with Cody this is shooting up my list every time I watch it um, just I'll talk about it more in roundtable, but just the way this co the commentary this is on Scorsese's entire filmography is amazing. Um, I like Color of Money. Um, I think it's it isn't super Scorsese like, but it has a lot of great stuff going for it. Um, Scorsese is great at getting the best out of actors, and I think he just captures that '80s Tom Cruise vibe and gets you know he squeezes every ounce of blood from that stone that he can. Silence, I love. Um, I think it's a really great movie. Taxi Driver is one of my favorites. So yeah, uh, I with. Guess Good. With watching where I'm at, I do have Color Money 12, so not far off. I do have Bullet 6, so that's where we're the most. Well, besides those two. so And I have Shutter Island at 7, so you're not far off from where I am. I'm pretty high on the movie, too. I think the movie the movie does not get the love in Scorsese's philosophy oh, that he does. So. And um, I have Silence so at 8, so we're pretty close on that. So, no. I love I, I love Tax Driver. It's great. Uh, not uh, but silence is one that um, I can't watch often. But when I do, it's just a, it's it's an experience. You just lay back and let the movie watch it over you. Um, I really love what they say in silence. Little Scorsese has to say in that one. I think that's the best like religious meditation movie he has uh, of the bunch. Which I know like you got last meditation in silence, and that's really kind of it. Um, but silence. His last movie he wants to do. Main Streets. What? Uh, mean what? Streets is a pretty religious movie. I mean that too, but I meant I meant like in terms of like, but in the in like the, there's the gangsters and there's the others. It's that's the one for me. But he wants um, to do his last movie. What is it like a historic? He wants to do a religious epic. He wants to do another Jesus movie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God, I'm so excited for that. I want that. Uh, but no, I um I like the color money Jesus way more Christ than anyone has any right to. Um, because I well I really I like the hustler a lot. Um, but to me, I think hustle is hustler, great. I just, you know, the hustle and the color of money are like Rocky and Creed, and I like Creed more than Rocky, so I like the color of money more than I like the hustler. 
Um, I think Paul Newman is really, really, really good in this movie, and I like Tom Cruise a lot. So I like that dynamic. I understand this is like a Scorsese popcorn flick. It's not as deep and like introspective as anything else he's ever made. But I really like his meditation on age and like generational differences in it, and like how it's like someone who used to be really good at something trying to come back and teach someone, and then being like, "Well, now I really want that again," and reclaiming your youth. Um, oh, Irishman. Uh, Irishman uh, is, I think, an improvement on Goodfellas. I think the Irishman um, is the, like, it takes all the things I like about Goodfellas and then does them better. Um, and the, 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 I think the secret sauce to making the movie better is adding Al Pacino. <laughs> um, so I, I love Al Pacino in this movie a lot. Um, and the dynamic between Russ and Jimmy and Frank and the way that that goes around over time, I think this is one of those where it's like the length of this movie is not felt for me. I do not feel the length, and it's because the movie's so sprawling that you need all that time to live with all these people and to unpack the history of everyone. And I love how it weaves past, present, future together like that. Um, it's like a three-tiered thing, too, where it's like, we're going into the past, but we're already in the past. So there's like a three-tier flashback, it's, oh. and I'm never confused. Love it. Um, and growing up, my mom used to play these, um, seek and find computer asylum games all the time. Whereas like, you'd go, like you'd go into a creepy asylum and you'd have to find out clues and put together a story, whatever. Shutter Island is that on a movie level. And I love it. Um, and so like the first time I watched it, I was like, yeah, this is solid. I enjoy it. But this was my second time watching Shutter Island. And I, and knowing the twist now going in and being like, all right, what's the movie? Watching it from that perspective of like seeing the detail in the world around them, the performances of the people in the background, looking for the signs. I think Shutter Island is, gets better every time you watch it, um, and I loved it. Uh, I this is one where it's like I will absolutely watch this one over and over and over and over and over. Uh, so that's why it's as high as it is. So we know what's in the top five. So what's missing right now is Wall Street. The Departed, Aviator. What am I missing? I know there's one more that I'm missing. Uh, this is where I either live or die. After Hours. King of Comedy. King of Comedy. So, Kirk, what is a co-host five? You even put this in order? Yeah. I'm going to say Departed, Wolf, After Hours, King Comedy, Aviator. But I won't say because I know what his one is now. Okay. Um, he did say that. But I think from two down, Departed... Aviator. Was it After Hours and what was the other one? King of Comedy. King of Comedy. Oh, no. Departed, King of Comedy, Aviator, After Hours. Wolf is one now. Show the list. Yeah. Mm. No, but was I right or wrong? Yes. <laughs> almost. You almost nailed it. You're off by one. You almost nailed it. You flipped wow. it. Wow. So, yeah. 
I don't know if you want me to talk first or you guys want to talk first about it, but so I won't talk about after all. I won't talk about Aviator because that's on the show. And I won't talk about King of Comedy because that's on the show. I will say my favorite my favorite quote from any Scorsese movie of all time is when Rupert Pumpkin looks at Jerry Lewis and goes, I made some mistakes. Yeah, so did Hitler. Um <laughs> Top Notch kills me every time. Um Jerry Lewis is a ugh, that movie is something special. But I'm not big on After Hours. It is the most Boatman Scorsese movie that I always describe. Like, it's something that he absolutely loves. It's just, it's fine. I think it's good. I just don't love it. The Departed is not my number three of all time. So, it has slow. This last watch of these movies just solidified where I was at. Um, I think, I think Wolf is, Wolf is in my top ten. Wolf is in the top ten because it's it's definitely the Departed and then Godfather and then movies after that. But it's wow! I'm surprised. Personally, I'm not surprised. Like you're still in that age of college, so Wolf of Wall Street makes sense. But overall, I wonder why Wolf? Because where was Wolf before a rewatch? Because you've seen it before, right? Wolf Wolf was in the top five. Um. When I was going into this watch, I was expecting King of Comedy and After Hours to maybe get closer to taking Departed out if anyone did. I had no, like, I was not going to bet on The Wolf of Wall Street to be my number one coming out of this watch. Um, And I don't know what it was, but from minute one to minute 180, this thing held me, and I was, like, locked. And I was just, like, I, I was just in love with everything I was seeing. I think the uh, the epic excess greed is uh, terrible examination of mm-hmm. corruption of wealth and like how this one person kept trying to get away from it and how fate catches up to you and like how it affects his life. I think it's fascinating. I think DiCaprio is at the best he's ever been, which is a cold ass take. Um, he's incredible yeah. in this. I think Scorsese directs the shit out of this. I it's like arguably one of the best performance. It's it's one of the, I don't know where it rank. But probably one of the greatest performances in the Scorsese movie is Leo. It's it's one or two. It's it's one or two for me. So he's insane. Um, he's so good. Jonah Hill is is really good in this. I I kind of went up on him after this watch, and I've always been really high on Margot Robbie's performance in this movie. Like everyone will talk about, like the the you know controversial. Oh, she's naked in this, and she's really attractive. But like she's got some incredible scenes. Of just going toe to toe with Leo and honestly acting circles around him in a couple scenes, and she's I mean, so good. The Venice scene, who's Venice, and is like, and is like, who, who are you fucking who? out? Like that line is just. Even like, I think, like, I think I her emotional most. scene. Go ahead, sorry. I think the scene where she's the absolute best is when he takes the kid and tries to leave. That's where mm-hmm. she's at her absolute best in this movie, where she absolutely just fires. You're not taking my fucking kid, Jordan, and chasing him through the garage and everything. And like the terror in that scene where you're like that, you're like holding your breath because you're like, this guy is a drug addict. He's fucked up a lot. Um, it's also she's just fearful. It's her crazy. scene when him and her like have sex for the final time in the movie, and it's the most uncomfortable scene for audience because. It's all this movie's about sex, nudity, drugs, whatever the case may be. But this is like you know how much she despises him at this point. But she, why she's doing it, 
and like it makes you sick to your stomach why it's happening. So I think I think her performance is really good overall. Um, Kirk, you're allowed to talk about four and one. You're not allowed to talk about two. Um, so go ahead. Um, well, just real quick, I mean, Aviator, like, it's one of those movies where seeing the top five, like, that seems high for it, but I just rewatched it, and, like, I, I can't say any reason why it shouldn't be in the top five. Like, it's not mine personally, but I Plus, know old Hollywood, I know. After Hours, I like, I have... Gotcha. And the, but the way the whole Hollywood stuff is—I mean, I won't go into too much detail—but the way the whole old Hollywood stuff in there, and all this stuff is great. The fact that it's like three different biopics in one, and the way that the old Hollywood stuff specifically is is done is is filmed and shot and, and written is great. Um, After Hours, I like it. Wishes. After Hours, I like it. It's uh, I have it lower. Um, but it's one of those ones, if you vibe with it, you're totally going to vibe with it. So, again, in top five, I'm not going to complain. King Comedy, my top five, love that one. Departed, we've gone around circles in that one. Uh, Wolf, I totally get his uh, for co-host number one. I think it's in my top ten. Um, yeah, I mean, I think this takes – this is like the 2000s Goodfellas. Like, I don't think it's as good as Goodfellas, but, like, it's like him going into a world. And just put you completely inside, like not judging it, not saying like, "Hey, look how bad this is." Like making you understand their world and their morality, morality, and how they think, and just and just building, you know, building that around that character is so good. So yeah, um, I really, I'll, <laughs> four of the five of these, I have no problem in the top five, uh, and I'll stop there. I'll, I'll talk very quickly about the aviator is one that I was also, again, not expecting to like have go up. I always was like, that was really great. I really love what it is. Um, I was really blown away by like, I did the math on like Scorsese's in his seventies when he makes this. And it's looks like it's being made by someone in their like late twenties. It's brilliant. There's an energy to the aviator that I'm like shocked that he brings to it. Um, I think it's great. Uh, after hours, I, I'm a big fan of the story told in the whole span of one night thing. I love that idea. Um, I think he does such a great job with it of just like one terrible fucking night in this guy's life. And I love what it says. Uh, King of Comedy is, 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 is great. Uh, and the departed, um, honestly, King of Comedy and departed are like right on a thin line with each other, but they can flip either way. Um, I, I flipped departed on this one because I could watch this movie again immediately after it finishes. Um, it's so fun. Uh, Wahlberg is great. Uh, Damon is the person in this that I love most actually on this watch, weirdly enough, was the performance I gravitated to the most. Um, I, a weird a Matt Damon. I love Matt Damon. Uh, yeah, I, I think this is... Great, you're insane, Kurt. Uh, but I, I think Matt Damon is an actor that like this year, uh, more than any, I just have like gravitated to Damon a lot and gone through a lot of his <laughs> movies. Just, so, just sort of on accident. Where I'm just like jumping through stuff and keep running into him and stuff, and I love what he brings to a movie. And I think he's, he's a dad's favorite so actor. So good. He he's got so many actor. movies that's like dad movies that are just freaking awesome. Right, and like um, I, I love, I love what he does in this movie. He's like a great bad guy. Fuck, just shoot me. Um, I still love the scene. So, and again, last time I like fully discuss films on call like this, like as often as I do, but. Yeah, Departed, Kirk's going to hate this and like want to like rip his eyeballs out when I say this, and I get it. After watching the good Goodfellas-Irishman combo, I don't know if I will ever break that pairing apart again for me. 
after watching it. Like, I'm not treating it like a sequel. I'm not saying I will never just pop in The Irishman just to watch The Irishman. But how that movie, those two movies made me feel like watching them cohesive. It's basically like watching your favorite, like the highlights of two of your, like your favorite family member. Like, in front, like it was crazy. Like, the the stuff that he does in Goodfellas that he carries to Irishmen and you see it, like, it's crazy. Um, and then part of it just slipped a little bit. I just, I've, it's always been like one of those movies that I just loved and talked about over and over. And I still love it. Third, number one. I just, the more and more I watch Goodfellas and the more and more I watch Irishman, I think the story, just what he's telling, is more captivating for me. So that's where I'm at. Not as bad. We're going to do one more thing in Coe's Letterboxd because I love misery one air number one <laughs> hot day um, right now yeah or, or it's loading thank you missouri wi-fi um okay uh oh, okay. <laughs> oh we're going there are we? all right are we, are we gonna look at how many times i've watched movies got it let's go yeah um <laughs> We could have went down your list. That would have been early. Man, day. I need to watch Shot Shot on the Spook again. It's been a minute. No, you don't. Okay. <laughs> it's been so. Oh, when did you too. when when did you have Letterbox? When did you get Letterbox? Am I breaking up? I got Letterbox at the end of 2019. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I'm liking Airborne. The 2019. What is am I that behind? Or are you guys that behind? I'm not getting any Wi Fi signal from my end. Are you guys no, getting Wi Fi signal? Oh, says, I, I'm fine. I, I'm fine. Maybe I don't know. I don't know what's happening. I, you're fine on my end, and I'm fine on my end. So. What? So, can you? So, can we be? This is the last time we're going to be on sure. a call like this. Transparent sure. as possible. I hate how you're smiling at me right now, but yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> transfer possible. You're how often do you watch the complete movie when you log? Because you log at the start of a film, right? Uh, depends. It depends. Sometimes now okay. I'll actually legitimately forget to log a movie. So you'll see. Um, you'll see. Like if you see me, and it's like. Oh, he logs something at six in the morning, and then he logs something at eight in the morning, and it's like, oh, it was so, there's no way mathematically that could pass up. No, no, I'm I'm saying like I because someone messaged me about it today because I logged uh uh or yesterday three movies in eighteen Irish. minutes or something. Right, and it was because I was catching up with things I'd forgotten to log. Uh, so uh, that's the Andrew Barr technique. Um, but I all um, one day, yeah, all one day. Um, but no, I I will not log a movie if I do not finish the movie. So, so these are all legit watches. These are all one hundred percent legitimate watches. So you've watched No Way Home twelve times since it came out. Yes, uh, in the first six months, I think I was at nine. So three of those are in the last like in the last two years since it came out. Since it came out, so. I think I think that was the math. Maybe it was seven. The math is one of those. It was either seven or nine uh, in the first six months that it came out. Uh, is Monsters I Inc. now your it. second favorite 
Pixar movie? No. So okay. So I'll go. I'll once if Raw come in and just and say why some of these are high. Ice Age, Ratatouille, Monsters Inc. are all as high, and Hercules, uh, and Coco are all as high as they are because of the person that I have been with watching movies with. Um, only watches a couple select some of movies because they have to, uh, based on their actual life like situations. They have a kid. Uh, so we can only watch a certain select number of movies, and they're also very picky about watching movies. Oh, they're very picky about movies to watch. Yes. I have children. You can't just put on a different movie. Uh, I have. We've watched Encanto before around around Paisley. Like cool. the thing is, there's like a select number of like 10, 11 movies. I am not the one that usually picks the movie because I am the guest. So I but why do you have to log it? Because I watched the movie. You're trash. Okay. I watched uh, the movie. I don't understand why you... this is the problem. I watched the movie. I did. I watched the movie. So therefore, I have to log the movie. Like that's that's how Letterbox works. So like that's that's why like you see those are inflated Jesus, numbers, man. If that's how Letterbox works, I gotta go make some changes. I gotta add like 150 watches of robots. From my kids. Oh, I oh I know. Like I was sitting there the other day. My kids watched. Oh, Teen Titans versus Multiverse Mayhem of the Supergirl. Blah blah blah. <laughs> and I said, I'll be damned if I'm clicking log on this shit. Like I didn't pay a damn bit of attention. What happened? Okay, let me hey, let me ask you. This. My kid had the audacity to look at me and goes, "I already seen this one." Okay. Care. Let me, throw, let me throw out this question, and anybody okay. in the chat wants to chime in as well. What is the cutoff for you? Like, whether it's amount of time, how much you've, you know, whatever. What, like, how much time or effort energy could you not put into a movie and still log it? Like, what is the criteria there for you? Present? I am watching, I am watching a film in a room whether with people or not, and it is on, and I am watching. Full it. attention. Yes, attention. No. Yes, full attention. Like yes, no. full attention. Like I can't, I can't. Like I mean, if I'm like on my phone here and there, is that full attention or no? No. It depends well, on okay, how much. Then not, then it's, then it's not hundred. It's not like I'm not. I'm not sub teeing my phone through movies. Oh. Uh, like, send a link to Bowman like, right now. Well, well, that, Bo okay. Bowman's full of shit. Boatman was getting. Lucky, well, while I was watching a movie with him, so that's wow. He, he was he, wow. Was, he, he was he was not watching robots. Let me tell you, he and his mom were not watching robots, and I was uncomfortable. So, Cody, you and I are both dads. Mm -hmm. Stereotypically, will not off during a movie. Yes. How much of a movie can you sleep through and still? Will you still log? For How me? many minutes? Yeah. Oh. I put it at like. See, I'm. I don't think like you're different than me because uh, you've been at this longer than me. Um, I don't. If I fall asleep, like I'll just restart it where I was. Yeah. And then I'll finish the log. I won't ever log from sleeping. Yeah. My just thing is if I, if I could if I if I nod off from it if I wake up and still am following the story. I'll keep going and log it. If I if not, I'll either rewind it or stop it or restart at some point. 
But if I drift off for like a you know two three minutes, because that happens sometimes, I'll take a I'll take a two minute power nap in a movie and I'm good for another hour. So like somebody that dissolves the Blatterbox Joe currently is Cameron Holtzman. He put Invictus on and said, "Great movie to put on the background while you're doing other things." I think that's looter. Like why? See, I believe in Letterbox as your own personal diary. Okay, it's a social media app where people follow you. Granted, they do what they want. But my thing is, when Kirk watches a movie, and I one I don't normally ever when I watch a movie, I never click on anybody's reviews prior. I just go in blind because that could skew me from watching it. But I've been on the role of like Kirk's a movie's past and Kirk's given it a high rating. I'm like, ooh, and then I look into it and I'm like, I maybe watch that one. So that's the take. My thing is, if you're putting it on the background or you're doing other stuff with it and you're logging or whatever, if I go to view it, what are we doing here? Because at this point, no, you didn't watch it. No, you didn't. You did not watch one, one, um, uh, rugby play. Not one. Um, hold on. Yeah. I, I, I have so, to have purposely been watching like i'm watching the movie like if i walk into a room and someone's watching the movie then i will not log it if it's past a certain point um if i walk into heat halfway through i'm not logging it for watching half a heat but if i walk in but, and they're like five minutes in the heat then i'll log the movie if we went if back to our time movie. if we went back to our time in milwaukee would we still find kiss kiss bang bang where it was probably not Oh, you deleted it? What do you mean? What do you mean? What wait, what are we talking about? What? Are, wait, what are we talking about? We turned on Kiss Kiss Bang Bang in Milwaukee. 20 minutes of it, we turned it off, you logged it. You walked into an hour of oh. the Irishman, you logged it. Are those still on your letterbox? Uh, probably. Trash. They're from years ago. Okay. Years ago. Yeah, okay. Um, okay, we're going to go back and we're going to wrap up for the night. Um, again, I will say why there's people here. Um, this show has been a blast. I've had a lot of fun doing it. I would not have been able to do it as long as I have without Caleb Coho. Uh, Caleb has been like an integral part of this entire process from like inception when him and uh, <laughs> lies. Thanks, Tim. <laughs> I love that you showed up. Um, he's been an integral part. We've worked with a lot of people in this community. If they say you work with Caleb Coho weekly, yes. Um, me and him have always been able to be on the same page on things. He's now helped me in Melee. Uh, we're going great places with that. Um, couldn't have done it without him. Very pleased. This last six months, he sucked. He's been absolutely awful. He'll admit that to himself. But again, I I will always be, if I need somebody in the future to work on stuff with, he'd be the first person, one of the first people I reach out to because I know when he's passionate about something, when he's dedicated to something, he would actually go to the ends to do it when he's checked out he is the worst person in the world and he'll admit that to himself but overall i had a blast doing the show it was and again there will be episodes that sporadically pop up we will do some fun things like uh things but yeah this show has been a great thing to do on wednesdays we got through the pandemic kane and him pitched it to me um what if you just went in and just brutalized people on lists and i was like oh and then he also stood with me on every change. 
when we had three people and we were like, oh, let's keep it under an hour and a half, call it a perfect show. Then we went to three hours and he's yelling in the background and watching movies. He stuck with it all the time. So hats off to him. I could not have done the show without Coho. So I appreciate you. I um, had a blast. Uh, this has been a fun time. Even in the last six months where it's like, oh, busy and you can't finish or you can't focus, whatever. Like, I, I've had fun. I've had fun coming up with the new backgrounds and trying to make intros and, like, find different ways to make the show look cool and, like, find different, like, the clips and have fun with the stream yard. I've had fun doing that also. So, um, this has been a blast. And since it's Cody's show, he can't say shit about himself. So I'll take the time to do it. Uh, this show exists because of the passion of one Cody Newberry, who is without a doubt the most interest, like innovative person in the community in terms of coming up with ideas and, and like dedicating himself to an idea. If he's into something, he'll do everything he can to make it happen and make it the best version of that thing. So uh, this show was just a dumb idea that Kane and, and I, everyone sort of bullshitted around about like Cody would be great at yelling at people. And he took it from this is a show where I yell at people to a place where we can curate actually cool discussions, not just on movies, but on music, on TV shows, on musicals, on everything we've ever talked about on the show, to the point where he let me and Kirk fucking talk about DC comic books for an hour and a half. And that's still Works to this so. day the lowest, the lowest episode of the show, but the most fun Kirk and I have maybe ever had on the show. Um, so you almost uh, canceled this the show. Is, Almost canceled the show over it, uh, but this has been a blast. And uh, while I'm I'm sad to see it go, I'm also very happy that I have Wednesday back. Uh, but this has been a delight, and Cody's the one of the biggest reasons for this show existing and being as great as it is. So. Yeah, and uh, again, me and Co, uh, like the think tank of Multiplex as a whole, like Tim, Nick, Co Boatman, Co, and myself. There's only five people that run this channel. Tim runs 98.6% of this channel. The rest of us just exist. Um, uh, so I think, co uh, you know, bouncing ideas off of them, running things by, wanting to quit, and Boatman and Tim giving me the green light, like, dude, I'm quitting log to just do it. And I was like, cool, I just have done it. But me and Cole also have things in the plan in the, the pipe, like well, that we want to do and do stuff in this community and spend more, put more time into melee, and get more people to matches, do some more fun things with it. So there'll be more from us. Um, and I, I, I plan when I do the pre-recorded stuff to have Boatman uh, uh, to have Coho right in lockstep with me. Him and Kirk, I think, we're a perfect melting pot of like. Um, and this will only be between us three, and no one else will get this um, thing. Um, but Coho is still right about that one thing that we discussed at length in a chat about who should be on the show, who's not. And he was right. So, yeah. And then was definitely wrong with the other one because we did perform. I was definitely wrong with the other one. <laughs> but hey, I will, I will ride the one I was definitely right about to the end of time. Oh, and I do want to. I do want to thank. I do want to thank. The show did something to me that no one has ever been able to. It created a Cody movie, where I get to <laughs> say whatever I want about film, and no one comes at me too hard. Besides, like a thirteen-year-old uh, that lives in Pittsburgh, but that's besides the point. Um, he thinks the best space movie. All right, um, we're finished. Go ahead. I would just say that I think this show was very important um, because. 99% of the people in this community are very cool. 
Uh, everybody gets, I think we all get along well. I think everybody is great to sit down and talk to and hang out with. But we all get on each other's nerves sometimes. We all say and do things that frustrated uh, each other. And I think this show was a really cool relief valve where we could just be mean to each other for a couple hours a week. And I think that was a great outlet. So I just want to say, I want to say, I'll talk to you guys in a minute. But first, I want to say thank everybody who's been on the show, whether on a panel with me or I host or whatever, just for being so cool. Like a lot of people, like there are a lot of people who couldn't do uh, what it takes to sit on this panel and kind of take that abuse and take it with a grain of salt. Um, so I appreciate everybody who was able to get in on the idea and get in on the joke of what this show was, um, because if that one worked out, it would have, I think it would have died on the vine very early. Um, other than that, um, I'll mirror what both these guys said. Um, I've not as much as Co uh, Cody has, but I've seen the hard work behind the scenes that co has put into this and he has worked hard uh, for free. Uh, much more than anybody should work and not get paid for it. Um, and a lot of the cool technical, all the cool technical stuff you've seen um, on this show over the past almost 200 episodes has been um, as a result of his work. And Cody has been a great host, um, great kind of just mastermind of all these things. And I appreciate both of you uh, letting me, you know, get on board and, and be a part of that. And it's been a, a blast for me. And um, I look forward to whatever iterations we do in the future. I hope I get to be a part of it. And um, I think it's going to be a blast. Yeah. And back to the innovation thing. It's my only thing is because I don't like to get stagnant. I don't like to change. And shout out to Tuik. Uh, he is like a giant think tank of ideas and thoughts and things. And could not have done a show and this long without talking to him on things. So he does great. Oh, no, uh, no. Bowman, Bowman is here. No, um, no. I don't know if I want to no. say what was said, but. Um, well, now uh, you have to say what was said. Oh, well, okay. I just, um, I just there said was a that moment. there may Hold or may on. have been pause, something happening What? You can. You do not have to disclose any information or go into any detail. Oh no! But there was a moment brought up about robots, and he and he gets talked about about being on his phone, and he says he has no place to stand because of you. So I just wanted to. Say, I was when I said, "Are you around?" Not to defend that, but he says that he only logs movies when he's fully attentive. Like when he's his attention's on the screen, and you and I both know that is untrue. But and then and then he went into some robots. Stuff. So I, I, I then asked. Not... I then asked a clarifying. I did ask a clarifying question. Was are, are we saying if I scroll on my phone at periodic points in the movie, does that count as one hundred percent? He said no. But I said no. But it's not one hundred percent attention that I have to have. I clarified. I want that on the record. Also, I did, did I did. I I threw it. I did clarify. You talked over me. Oh, uh, right. but the, the thing, the thing that I, the thing that I, I, I mentioned. <laughs> you don't have to. You don't have to talk about. I just was talking about how I was in a rocking chair, and during robots, you and Isabel were, were a little friendly, <laughs> a little friendly with each other, and that movie was still logged on your letterbox. So I'm it is. Saying. It is important to note. That we had not seen each other for like oh, a week oh, and a half. Don't care about that. Did, um, you're free Boatman, to stay. Boatman, did she give you big anime eyes? <laughs> um, you are free to stay. Um, Kirk is ranking. Uh, if somebody gives him a movie 
in this community, how willing is he allowed to take that opinion and trust it? Okay. It's a tier list. He already has people ranked. Uh, you can look at it. Don't don't make a lot of comments because we're going to push three hours and we'll keep going. But I'm going to pull the next person up. Nazario Montenegro. Uh, <laughs> you, there's uh, a right place to put this. Mr. Babe Pig in the city himself. Um, he also yeah, but, watched Justice League. Uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League on his phone like four times opening the first weekend. Um, I'm going to put him BT, between Holtzman and Jim on thanks but no thanks. Okay. Wow, Holtzman's that low. That's interesting. <laughs> that was what I thought, too. I, I was going to put him higher, but then uh, Cody started rounding off movies that were in his top 100. And I was like, yeah. I got it. And so I know. I say, he's, he's border those two for me. He's border of uh, three, it, three and four. The question is gives you a recommendation how likely are you to trust it, right? Yeah. Or is it just like some movie? That's the thing. It's like there are people who might have different tastes than you, but they know your yeah. taste well enough to know, like, Holtzman isn't going to recommend Band Slam to you. Yeah, I guess. But uh, maybe overall film taste, too, plays into it. I don't know. We're just... Oh, he put Kaiser this, in good, but not great. kind of had to, like, take that into consideration as well, because, I mean, I know... Kirk cutting out for anybody else. <laughs> yes. Kirk, Kirk just Malcolm, out, yeah. I love you, buddy, but I gotta put you in. Can you guys hear me? Am I here? Yeah, now. you're back. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. You're done to uh, I'm sorry, Malcolm. I'll put them above Milwaukee Bears, but I'm putting them in Delete the App. 100% in Delete the App. I was gonna say, there's only one place to put Malcolm. Yeah. He ranks, he <laughs> ranks movies he hasn't seen on lists. So, like, that's, oh, that's not a yeah. Um okay. Robert Kastner. Does he have a letterboxed? He's not, not sure if he has letterboxed just over his film taste. Oh he's okay. not super active. Um I don't know if he has a little more. I couldn't yeah. tell you a movie Robert Kastner likes or dislikes. Yeah. I don't know anything <laughs> about this man's movie opinions. I know a lot of the opinions on other things, like people. That's fair. I well, when I originally put the list, I just grabbed people in this community. I just forgot he doesn't have a letterbox. So we'll move. I have plenty of other options. Um, this one, I would rank pretty high as my like a really close friend, but how I trust him, not very far. Mark Menchaca. Oh. I love the guy, but the man's got yeah. some takes that are just wild. Yeah, he does. Um, I'm going to put him. He's going to stay on that line. Um, oh, who do I have? Who's that before before over Kaiser? After uh, Joseph will last. Uh, put him after Joseph. Put him before Kaiser. I'm honestly surprised Joseph is that low for you. He's. I thought he would be. I thought he would be in a few disagreements. But I think yeah, he said after Joseph. Yeah, yeah. Put it. Put him. Be, put him between Joseph and Kaiser. Put Mark. Oh, between gotcha. Joseph and Kaiser. gotcha. Okay. Uh, I'll do an ego check here. I'll do a hot check right now. Myself. Yeah. Um. You'll be in. You'll be in. You know what? 
I'll put I'll put me you reckon I'll put you what? I'll put you S tier. I'm gonna put you S tier. Nah, that's what I'm talking about. Again, I would never recommend you arm again. But yeah, yeah, I think we're close enough in general. But I know you're going to be what what you tell me to watch is going to be what I need to watch. Okay, we'll keep these other two that are here later just to make them sweat it and just hopefully you put them in terrible spots. Um, this is going to be. I mean, some would say the king of Letterbox, like. Seven thousand movies a day, Mike Hanley. Um, is Treasure Planet a five star? Still, yeah. Mike, Mike is up there with Tim. Where he, I see, I see. You have a few disagreements with Mike. Well, no, no. Because here's the thing: as far as what Mike recommends, Mike is going to recommend everything. Like, there's nothing Mike won't recommend. Um, so I'm going to put him down. Like, I don't. Me and Mike have very different philosophies in how we watch movies. So, like, I don't. You guys have not, a different philosophy in a lot of things. To yeah, be I'm not. I'm not attacking that when I do this, but just the fact that I I know Mike w- will give high ranks a lot of stuff that you know, and would recommend a lot of stuff and gets excited a lot of stuff. So I'm going to put him between Scott and Bill. And are you sure you watch the movie? But some would question that anyway. So usually he watched it like he watches so many. So that's yeah. Fair shake, you know, shake. yeah. Uh, I know where this person is going. I absolutely know where this person is going, but I want to hear it out of your mouth. Um, the one that we watched earlier, wish my dad would have wore a rubber. Uh, it's Jake Marangoni. Right. Oh, um. <laughs> I mean, he's going at the bottom, but just how low? Um, you literally told him at one point that we're just going to skip over the movies you selected. That's true. <laughs> Put him over, Malcolm, and delete the app, please. Let's go! <laughs> Jake Loki has letterbox takes that make my skin crawl. Yeah. Oh, rough. absolutely. Um, okay. Ah, uh, okay. I'm still here. I'm just plugging in my laptop. You're good. You're good. I've been on call enough with you. I know what the plug in the laptop break. Um, Aaron J. <sighs> Jake McGunny, if you need a link to come defend yourself, you can. <laughs> Jake, shut up, Jake. He's making me do this. Um, no, I'm not. Aaron is... I could just bring back the show with just ranking people in this community. I bet it'd be. Yeah, this might be this might be like a, a monthly special. Um, how do I get on this show? How do I rank? Put Aaron. I see Aaron's kind of like a Dylan, where he says some odd takes, but he also, I mean, he he's not as hot. Definitely not going to be as high as Dylan. Um, I would put him above Scott. In are you sure? Or, yeah, above Scott. Are you sure? Movie. Okay. This person made me watch a kangaroo snuff film and then never <laughs> showed back up. His name is Michael Campbell. Um, Michael's like a better version of Jake when it comes to Letterbox. They have a lot of no, yeah. takes, but Mike's not as bad. Um, no, I'll put him. 
put him oh, as God. high. Put him between. He's either going to be like high ranked and are you sure, or low ranked and are you sure high? Put him before Nazario and thanks, but no thanks. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's everybody, I just want everybody on the record that Kaiser is in good but not great. That this is, is wild. the most insane thing. That is ridiculous to me. Kirk. Go that back and watch tape when I, you- when I threw one there. How much money did Kaiser pay you to put him there? Like, Guys, real talk. I don't think think about really. think about some of the people who have been in my faction chat over the years, and some of the takes I've had to deal with. Okay, yeah. and I've been one on one. Kaiser comes in. He has some. He Kaiser comes in and has some really bad takes, but he also is just spot on on so many stuff on so much stuff, and just really validated. My opinion on things. So just he said, brother the, bear should be top ten. For, yeah, that's wrong. That's that's not a, that's not a good opinion. But when he comes in, when when I'm dealing with certain people and Matt Quaylar, Matt Quaylar, um, Matt has some bad takes, but overall he's not too bad. Dude, um, Mike, Matt's one of my favorite roundtable guests. He's fantastic, Matt. I mean, Matt. Like his, like even though I don't agree with his opinions, like he's he's very articulate in why he has those opinions. Um, put Matt uh, between between Dylan and Amru. Okay. Um, just to let everybody know, we're down to the final six. Nope. Well, down to the final five. I think else we have. Um, uh, I gotta go. This will, this should be pretty easy, but we'll see. Anybody that does ironic fives is like all oh, ironic fives are the worst. Spence. Spence. Um, is he higher than Jake or below Jake? Is the question they? Uh, I put them. Let's see, Jake's still in this call. I don't think Spence is here. Put them between Jake and Malcolm. <laughs> I guess. I guess Jake. I guess. I, I guess Jake is higher in this. Like, this is the bottom tier of delete the app. Yeah. Like these should be like the automatic. Yeah, there. Like, if there was another, if, yeah, if there's another tier, uh, Spence and Jake would be in the higher tier, but they got to go lower. Who else you been saving? Who else you been sandbagging on me? Coho. Coho. Um. <laughs> you have you have Kaiser in good but not great. Sure. Yeah, I mean, you've never went to bat for him and things. You actually came at him. I've never had to. Remember when you um, yelled at a member of his faction and he had to like put out a fire for like a couple hours after the call? That has nothing to do with this. Irrelevant. <laughs> Irrelevant. Still one of my favorite moments of all time. Thank you. I, not mine. Um, um, actually, now I do remember that. Now, never mind. 
Ricky looking, you know, no! I, think our, I think our problem with Coho, honestly, is more how he watches and how he logs movies than his actual takes. Other than the fact that, you know, I've said this before, one of these days I'm gonna offer I'm gonna offer Coho a nickel for every view in a year where he doesn't talk about someone deserving or not deserving a nomination. And by the end of the year, he's going to have like 30 cents. Um, so for my Oscar takes, I need Coho there. Um, but no, I mean, Coho doesn't have... Who are we bringing in? Oh, hey, somebody. Hey, I, I just got home. I was stopping by oh, for okay. a second because I saw my face on the TV. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to decide um, what was happening. It's how much I you would... trust your opinion if you're offering him a movie to watch. Kirk specifically. Oh, yeah. Put okay. Coho on. You're below put him. You're still over here. <laughs> uh, put him down. Put him between Joseph and Mark. We'll put him on Good but Not Great. Let's go! <laughs> yeah! Your ranking is just so wild to me. That was a that was a little cuckoo. Now that I was looking yeah! at it. <laughs> Honestly, you asked me to do this tomorrow, I'll probably give you a completely different ranking, but nope, this is here. this is the last episode. Um your your elder statesman, your oh partner Brian, Brian Michael. Ooh. Brian Brian isn't the worst, <laughs> but when Brian is bad, bad. it's really bad and honestly I can use Brian as a, like if I see him rate a movie and write a review I probably know without even reading a review like if he gives it high rankings I'm probably not going to like it and vice versa um, I'd put him I'm not going to put him delete the app because I think he has some worthwhile things to say in a lot of movies um, but I would put him at the bottom of thanks but no thanks He's close to the <laughs> I love that Zach Ford is sitting there and Kaiser is like good cleared. Um, so these final two. I didn't sit on top of 100 with Kaiser to be I fair. These final two are very similar. Um, they have a lot of the same like takes. Um, they act the same. They kind of like get on my nerves in the same way. Um, one. One I like more, uh, Jack Pintruck. The other is Caleb Bowman. No, oh. so they're both on the screen. Don't put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Um, Jack can go down. Sorry. Again, we're hard on Jack. Like, Jack's trying. Like, Jack has really, over the past couple is of he? years, like, he's put in some effort. He's trying to, I mean... We went through his list. Do you remember that? He I had know. he had Peter Jackson ranked, and it was just Lord of the Rings movies. And then he had Middle Earth ranked, and it was just. Middle I know. Earth. <laughs> he I has know. a double ranked as the same. He does. He, he he created the Spike Lee ranked, and it's three movies, and he's got like. JJ like, Abrams has seven. He and Francis Ford Coppola was Godfather 2, Godfather, and The Outsiders. <laughs> okay. Put Jack at the bottom of things, but no thanks, please. Does he not oh, know how to private list? 
that's, yeah, that's what I do. Right? Jack, Jack, no, no, Jack, pays seventy dollars Canadian and for Patreon and doesn't know there's a private feature. No, 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 he knows that he can unlist and specifically share links on lists because he sends me specifically shared linked lists. So there's of, like, more things. Yes, there's more that you can't even see. They're worse. He should be a delete wow. the app. Wow. Um, and Caleb Bowman. Bowman's actually recommended me a lot. I just watched the movie last week that Bowman recommended me. He's actually given me a lot of recommendations. And they've usually been good, so I'm going to keep him right where he's at. Below? Everybody else? Yeah. Love it. Well, I would like so to. I would like to say I. I would. I would put Caleb right. with my movie life, but <laughs> that's the ranking. Can, um, again, can I ask why I'm below the other people on that tier? Um, I think <laughs> on the. I'm gonna before this gets out of control. I just, oh, I, I want to talk to you more. I have to go. I just. I. I have to go. But this was. I just wanted to say goodbye, YLS, and. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Love you. Um, I think Bar, Payson, and Tim, I think I just click with a little bit more on a well, Payson and Bar, I think I click with more on opinions. Tim, I think I just click click with more kind of like on just general movie philosophy. Um you Give guys him five stars like fifty times a week. I'm considering. I'm consider, but I'm considering all of you guys there. Like that's, you're all very high rated there. Don't, My thing don't is, take the, don't take the late, the low rating there. Like, no, that's right. I was just curious as to what the logic. Yeah, there are three people that I would put in trust movies with my life: uh, Tim Bacala, Kirk Kolakowski, Caleb Bowman. Those would be the three. Um, they've never steered me wrong. Um, to this point, so appreciate. That's the show, everybody. It was one hell of a ride. We did great things. We hit four episodes in one night, never been done. We hit episode 200, and I'm proud of that, so congratulations, everybody. Um, there will be more throughout the years. We will bring things back. We'll do different things, but the overall weekly show is now kaput. Um, Again, couldn't do the show without the, the audience and the people that were on it. Um, especially when I switched things up and changed things and did different things. So you all stood with it and rode with it. And um, Too bad I didn't get sub T on more, but hopefully you know, he's going to grow up and maybe take over the show one day. That'd be great. Um, on that note... you got to get him now. These are cool years. Coho, can you hit the... Do you want to end the author one more time? Do you want what you would do? Like... I I would love to. I I would love to hit the outro. One. You're gonna play. You're gonna well, play you know what? Outro. Not in the outro. Let's 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 do the intro one more time. That's it is Wednesday, well, my dudes. This is how I win. This is no democracy. It is a dictatorship. Hate 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 hate. Double hate. Load entirely. You're out of order. Everything that guy just says bullshit. Thank you.
great movie. <laughs> <laughs>